Hey, hey y'all. y'all. And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's Misty. It's Ani. And Aaron. And today we are celebrating Jungle June with a very special D&D two-shot. Uh, the other part will come out next month in july um by special we mean we have no idea what we're doing oh it's special we are playing (laughs) DD with all new characters in an all new setting um in what we are calling uh the temple run for the temple of the golden goose which is something i made up (laughs) we're very goose themed on this podcast very if you guys haven't figured that out yet we should all just get goose tattoos now i know i want it we should like we should just get various goose tattoos of sir goosington just with different items that he's carrying like from throughout the campaign so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh yeah um so today is going to be a little interesting we are playing in the world of cholt which is for anybody who doesn't know is from the tomb of annihilation source book um is one of my favorite DD settings mostly because that's where they brought archaeology into play in DD, and like two of my favorite things crossing over fantastic um but we are going to do a little bit of a character intro then i'll do a little bit of setting introduction um and uh, we will go from there. So this episode's going to be a little, probably a little different than some of the other ones that you guys have seen. As as a part of the two shot, this first half is very like puzzle based, riddle based, problem solving based, <clears throat> trying not to die based. Based. Wait, that's <laughs> what we do every time. Try not to die. True, but I've like made purposeful puzzles rather than like, how do I get through a locked door that's not locked? <laughs> so a locked um, door that, that oh wow, that just or like I get a locked door that's not locked. <laughs> or like I mean, as a how person, do I get not... out of a hole that I put myself into, well, Ani. Mm. Uh, <laughs> could she be talking about? Yeah. You just, you don't know. So, um, yeah. So, how to get through a locked door that's not locked. It's just going to be the new motto of our, <laughs> our campaign, I think. Um, Can we get that yeah. put on a, on so, a dice um, we will start, I'll start <laughs> with um, the overall, like, what's going on with Cholt. Cholt is a jungle world. Uh, well, it's a, it's a jungle, I don't want to say continent because I don't really know if I th- consider it big enough. Subcontinent? Yeah, yeah, because like you can walk across it in not that long of a time, so. But it's very jungle-based. Um, the jungles of Cholt are a little different. They're very um, dangerous, deadly, they're full of ancient ruins dinosaurs i'm just picturing the beginning of indiana jones so um wherever they are colombia indiana jones and then like jurassic park and then maybe the mummy and you gave them all like a medieval bastardized child yeah that'd be a fucked up child raised by yeah well (laughs) let me tell you like i uh, like i've 
read through the Tomb of Annihilation sourcebook, but I've also listened to people who go through and like play it and podcasts and stuff like that. Nature just gonna fuck you up. Like DMs don't need to make monsters because you will die of exposure to just the shit that's in the jungles on your own. Like I've watched, I've listened to many characters just fucking die because of the weather. Like because of just, weather. Yeah. I don't know. Great. Yeah. Chilled is <clears throat> chilled is something else. So, but you guys won't have to deal with too much of that. Um, I will let you guys go ahead and introduce your characters. We will start with Erin since she, she has, had something prepared she had something prepared <laughs> and like i think and i know like uh then we'll go to ani and then i'll i'll talk about my character so aaron would you like to tell us about your chult character please yes um so my character's name is hasheen thimbleful better known as thimble to people she doesn't really have friends um <laughs> she prefers to work alone prefers to live alone um and she just really prefers to live just be alone okay okay <laughs> um uh you made me a as a character great to know <laughs> <laughs> she's a ratkin artificer and she's carved out a humble living in the woods making bits and bobs for those who are willing to pay um Aww. and then doing some begrudging healing on the side because she likes making potions and stuff so they okay. have practical applications Okay. Um, her size and skill makes her an asset to any expedition, but the reward has to outweigh the risks because she's uh, three feet tall. <laughs> she wrote a full resume a day, for, for a on a good day. <laughs> um, so, and it also has to be worth the hassle of leaving her woodland abode. Ah. So, a uh, few things are worth that. Really, her. is you just really created Misty. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, I was gonna uh, say, like, you're creating the dream version of me who lives alone in like a cottage somewhere <laughs> and just like makes weird potions. Like, sure. Yep. Um, and then just basically with an affinity for potions and small explosives, uh, Thimble delivers on everything she promises. You've so, made so a it... strange, extraordinarily introverted crossover between Ani and I. Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> 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 you yeah. are you sound like our ammunitions expert wylan i'm my i'm wylan you are now. our wylan yeah there you go i'm also small and cute <laughs> it makes it so people are unexpecting when but you surly. Hit with the arcane but surly. cannon i gave you <laughs> yeah she oh yes yes arcane cannon let's can't wait for okay. that okay uh ani would you like to tell us all right please <clears throat> My character for this jungle June is Nyla Little Patience. Nyla's from a small little village, and she was sent to the monastery by the entire village because they were just sick of her shit. She was voted um, off the island. I was voted off the island, yes. <laughs> um, so Nyla went to the monastery to live with the monks. So she is a monk. Okay. And while she was there, she had zero patience for anyone who failed at practice and so the monks gave her the moniker little patience <laughs> she doesn't talk much mostly just talks to freddie her shrunken head okay. and yeah. she has a talking uh kraken head mm -hmm. uh she's also a rogue so she likes to go on you know the better paying heists that are worth okay. a you know that that are worth her time and are a challenge the simpler ones she doesn't really care for um doesn't talk like i said much so but she likes being around people 
so she likes to people watch and gain everyone's secrets while they just jabber on and get drunk while she just stays shush and watches. Okay. That's cool. Also likes to be alone, like to work alone. That's fair. <laughs> Got a lot Teamwork! Of, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Got a lot of independent uh, things going on. Our party does at the start of this, they know each other, but they're not, they're rivals in the business, basically. Um, They've crossed paths before, but not friendly. Yeah, Yeah, and they've all been hired by the same benefactor to work on a team. Um, And as a part of that team, my own character uh, is a tabaxi whose name is These Boots Are Stolen, uh, which is Boots for short. Uh, She is a Circle of the Stars druid, multi-classed with a phantom rogue. Um, She also has an archaeological background. She's from Cholt, and she just kind of wandered out of the jungle one day, discovered some of the cities, wandered around, and then just kind of fades back into the jungle at her leisure. And uh, people aren't really sure how to find her or where. She just kind of appears every once in a while. Mostly she finds you. Yeah, she finds you. Yeah, she finds you more than anything else. And uh, she um, has a very particular set of skills fear she has a very particular fear which you guys will probably encounter at some point so i'll um i'll leave that as is and uh yeah people aren't really sure how to get a hold of boots she just shows up and then and just kind of fades off into the jungle and then just shows back up and then just fades back into the jungle so but she is from uh the jungles of cholt and that's pretty much the extent anybody knows of her um she's a very like reclusive person but very much embodies a cat. Like if she wants attention, she'll go find it. <laughs> and then when she's done, she will just fucking vanish. So yeah, you're dealing with what is, I believe a uh, six foot five cat at this point, uh, who doesn't always walk upright. Like sometimes she just walks around on all fours. And then sometimes like the ground versus walls versus ceilings don't really mean much to her in the difference so sometimes she'll just be walking beside you and the next thing you know she's walking above you because tabaxi <laughs> have climbing speeds so she can just fucking walk on the ceiling if she wants to and just like spider-man crawl a- across it so it's her, it's, it's uh, giving pepita <laughs> it's <laughs> uh she's um she's very She's very interesting. And anybody who's listened to our main campaign will understand that um, she's wildly different from Jazara, like in every possible way. Like I made boots as a combination of Puss in Boots from Shrek and Kronk from the Emperor's <laughs> New Groove, which is like a weird splash of my own shit in there. And <laughs> she's sneaking around for the record, she does narrate it's Kronk style. Like, no. <laughs> so you guys are interesting interesting so she's oh, I very not to mention uh nyla is a heron god yes I'm a so all of our characters are like animal based this time um to give it a little something different and kind of go with some of the jungle vibes um and uh the only thing else i think you need to know about boots is that because she's from cholt and maybe for other reasons uh she's very knowledgeable about the history of cholt so uh that's why i gave her an archaeology background and also just because i wanted to fucking use it um i I think this campaign 
spiraled outward from me saying I wanted to play a mouse. Yes, yes. It did. Because a mouse I, assassin, I believe, was the thing you wanted to do. Were you thinking of Despero? No, I was... <laughs> Hayden and I went to... Um, you know, we got we got some minifigs, you know, to paint. Uh -huh. And, like, I had gotten these little mouse ones that were just so cute. And I was like, I want to play them. And, the, and then here we are. <laughs> That's pretty much how it works to be fair like that's just the idea just was tossed out and we're like we can we we can do that yes yeah and, but this has been in the works for indiana jones and the mummy yeah like this has been in the works for quite a while at least what six months i'd say yeah and so but like when this did is... we do the when did we do the character sheet this weekend <laughs> <laughs> that's that's valid so mm -hmm. but yeah like we've been but we've gone back and forth with a bunch of different ideas too so um, but yeah, so, um, let me explain a little bit about the setting and like how you guys know each other and what's happening. Cause you guys are going to kind of start mid stuff going on. Okay. Um, in Chores. so everybody is involved. Everybody's like jobs as they get hired. Um, there's a little bit of freelancing stuff going in there and, uh, all three of the party were hired by the same benefactor. Uh, to go into the jungle to the Temple of the Golden Goose and retrieve the legendary Golden Goose Egg. It is supposed to be absolutely priceless and have unknown magical abilities. People have made it to the Temple of the Golden Goose but have never successfully retrieved the Golden Egg before. And in fact, nobody who's ever gone into the Temple of the Golden Goose has ever made it out, at least as far as you know. The, uh, our party was given by their benefactor the what is supposed to be the key to get inside and by the key to get inside that does not mean they were given a key <laughs> their benefactor recently spent a significant amount of money to come across a magical item uh that uh was known as the marvelous pigments unfortunately they only came across part of it along which includes the brush and a single jar of magical ink they gave it to a previous party uh, to take and use the magical pigments to draw a door into the side of the temple. Because ma uh, marvelous pigments as an item, you can use anything that you make, like you can draw, will come into reality. So if you draw a door into a side of a wall, suddenly there's a door in the wall. The previous party had started to draw one, and yet only one of the previous party on a team of six survived just getting to the temple for, to try and draw the door. So your benefactor has told you that there is the beginnings of a door drawing on the temple and that it's up to you to use what little ink remains to finish drawing it in order to get inside, retrieve the golden goose egg, and bring it back to your benefactor. So the party at this point has uh made their way through the jungles you are coming upon the temple and but before we do that oh i will read you the introduction for Chult. welcome to the land of Chult, where dinosaurs are very much alive well most of them, anyway. Here, adventurers, scholars, and thieves alike travel from all corners of the globe to traverse the jungles and try their luck. 
seeking the jungle's many mysteries in the forms of ancient secrets, heroic legacies, and treasures beyond your wildest dreams. The potential for unparalleled rewards are hard to resist, but all those who are daring and foolish enough to venture into the jungle soon learn that these secrets are hard won, and you may just pay for those treasures with your life. For most adventurers, luck runs out quickly, and the jungles of Cholts are often too happy to feast on failed foolish dreamers. But don't let that stop you, for Cholt has many gifts to offer, if only you are brave enough to seek them. So go forth, my brave little warriors, with the jungles of Cholt. Await. The party is currently going through a jungle. You have traveled for many days at this point, uh, working off of the vague directional skills of your benefactor, who pointed you in a pretty much more or less vague direction, and the uh, surprisingly accurate but worryingly vague directional capabilities of Boots, who knows the jungle pretty well, but yet at the same time, her directions are more like, you go this way past the giant red tree and then upwards of the big rock shaped like a leaf. And surprisingly, you guys have actually made it to the Temple of the Golden Goose. You can see the temple slightly in the distance. It's a few hundred yards away at this point. As you've come through some of the brush, avoiding poisonous snakes, poisonous frogs, poisonous leaves, poisonous butterflies, poisonous trees, uh, man-eating grass, man-eating bushes, man-eating acorns, and a variety of other unpleasantly dangerous things, all while avoiding some of the more larger, dangerous creatures that exist in the jungles, such as the variety of dinosaurs that haunt these woods. The party has uh, just started to come over the ridge, and you can see down in this little valley is a very large multi-storied stone temple made out of a beige stone overgrown with leaves and ivy and a series of other uh, plant life. In the distance, you can see like birds coming and landing and taking off. But for the most part, the temple looks in surprisingly good shape for something that is considered to be over a thousand years old. And you know that you need to make it to this temple because somewhere on this bottom floor is what should be the startings of a door. But they didn't, your benefactor unfortunately didn't tell you how much of the door had been made, just that you have barely enough paint to be able to finish it. Now, on that note, the pigment, the uh, marvelous pigment item comes in two pieces. One is a jar of ink and the other one is the paint brush. So, Ani, your character yes. has the jar of ink, and Aaron's character, you have the brush. So you will have to work together in order to finish painting the door. Alright? I also, if you guys have any questions about the marvelous pigment thing, just let me know. But you're basically, right. the point of it is, is to just finish outlining the bases of a door. And uh, once the paint dries enough and like don't forget to like draw a door handle you've already been told this um or at least like a like a something to make you be able to open the door um once the paint dries whatever it is comes to life so okay <clears throat> or at least comes into reality i should say um because the door's not going to eat you 
Probably. Alright, mm -hmm. so because Nyla doesn't talk a lot, it's gonna be a lot of just eye contact and gestures with her staff. So she's gonna be holding this jar of ink, mm -hmm. just standing uncomfortably close to Thimble, because she just wants to get this over with, because that's how zero patience she has. Okay. <laughs> then whether uh -huh. or not Freddy is talking, I don't know. I'll leave that to you. Freddy, who is, um, what is kind of like a shrunken head, but he's actually a, uh, if you guys have seen Pirates of the Caribbean, it, he looks a lot like Davy Jones. And uh, he's got his little tentacle things coming out of his mouth and all that. It's a cross between like Davy Jones and what an elithid looks like, but just as a shrunken head, um, which hangs off of Nyla's uh, belt and everything. And uh, every once in a while he'll pop up, but he hasn't. Uh, he hasn't popped up. You think maybe the uh, kind of get the vibe off of him that the jungle kind of freak him out a little bit. So. Okay. But that's not unusual. You've kind of gotten that vibe off of him every time you guys like go deeper into the jungle. Um, Boots, in the process of all of this, has been giving uh, directions, vague but accurate directions, and uh, all the while, if you, as you pass, like weird, like little pieces of ruins and things like that, or also just sometimes a weird tree. She has really random tidbits and facts, like, to go with it. Like, you'll just be walking, and like, maybe there's, like, this ancient ruin, and she'll she'll be like, oh yeah, I saw a red bird on that once. But you'll pass by, like, this tree, this seemingly random tree, and she'll give you, like, this really long history of something that happened by this tree. <laughs> um, and that has been your whole journey for the last seven days coming to this temple. It's been weird it's been weird it's been hot it's been full of bugs and poisonous things and things that are trying to eat you but finally you have spotted the temple of the golden Goose. nyla is just slowly bringing the jar of ink closer to nyla's to dimple's face is it like hurry up to draw the door you <laughs> are about 500 yards away from the temple so you are you see it it's down in a valley <laughs> You haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, okay. And so Thimble <laughs> will take <clears throat> her staff and will push Nyla's hand away from her face for what feels like the thousandth time that morning. <laughs> and will just be like, onward. And she will set okay. off ahead of everybody despite her size as being the smallest one in the group. Okay. She doesn't want to, she's just gonna do her thing and she's gonna start off walking and she's very gingerly taking her staff which has now become instead of a walking stick mm -hmm. is more of a um not really a machete but it's just she's just using it to part the grass that okay. comes up to about chest high on her so okay <clears throat> she's walking along and you guys start making your way towards um the temple out of curiosity uh how tall is nyla Oh, uh, so you're six five. You're like three, three feet. Mm Height, -hmm. not including ears. Like I imagine her yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty high. Um, about five feet. Okay. Like four and a half, five feet. Okay, so uh, definitely over the five foot mark with the ears. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, question: How? Because like right now, uh, Nyla's got uh, what is it? How many? Oh, thirty-five. Oh, well, thirty feet speed. Mm -hmm. How far does she hop? Ten feet. Ten feet. Okay. Ten feet. Yeah. Is that high or is that forward? Both. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopping and jumping. 
it's, uh, unless your character sheet says something very specific about hopping distance, uh, I would just go with 10 feet because that's just okay. the usual like hopping distance. Um, cool. Nyla is going to be hopping her way through because she doesn't, you know, again, okay. little patience for slow walking, so just wait, okay. hop 10 feet, wait, hop um, 10 feet. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of like a mixture of walking and hopping along. Um, yep. Boots is kind of like strolling behind you guys on all fours, tail just kind of swishing back and forth. You can hear the faint like narrating hum as she's going of like there has been many a times where Nyla has just as she you know because you know she also has to move grass and stuff around and branches there's been many a times where she just kind of whoops let it go and just tries to smack boots in the face to make her stop with the humming and all of it completely unfazes boots like just doesn't (laughs) register what's happening whatsoever Uh, Thimble has a simpler, less violent way of handling it. She just tugs her hat down over her ears. <laughs> um, she can still hear just enough, but it does block out the humming. And uh, she just tugs it and straight ahead, walking. Mm-hmm. You guys know that as long as the theme music is playing, everything's good. But it's when the theme music stops that you should be worried. And you kind of like have developed that sense of the last few days. Good enough. Um, everybody can go ahead and roll me a perception check, please. Ooh. Um, non. Okay, so it's a twenty-five. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Boots got a natural one, so like the theme music is all she's thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She is Kronk incarnate. <laughs> I got exactly. eight. And eight, okay, it's various levels of distracted. Like, Nyla is more distracted by Boots like, <laughs> making the, the noise, and then, like, Boots is just purposely just doesn't give a shit about what's happening around her. She's too busy focusing on, like, her the new, like, humming beat. And, like, as she's walking on all four, so you see her kind of, like, she's kind of doing, like, little jerky, like, up and down movements as, she, as she's going. Like, if you took a cat, you know how when they dig their claws mm-hmm. into the ground, and you go to pick them up, and their body moves, but their arms don't? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, and then you can, like, move them around however you want, but the claws and legs don't move. It's mm-hmm. that. Just as she's going, like, like her main body is moving, but, the, like, the legs are just continuously going forward. Yeah. The, uh, and obviously Thimble has noticed something. Mm-hmm. So she's just gonna come to a dead stop and hold out her staff. And whether Nyla notices or not is her problem. Nyla rolls yeah. out, like, she hops, because, like, um... Thimble stops, like, while Nyla is mid-hop, so when she comes down, she rolls it, like, with dead stop. Staff already out at the ready, looking, okay. prepared. Mm-hmm. And has her staff behind her, hoping that Boots will knock into it and be like, oh, I must stop. <laughs> okay. I'm anticipating a train <laughs> of bam, 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 bam. Valid. <laughs> so, Thimble is braced. Nyla is braced. Ready. One hand out in the front. Actually, one hand on one of her, uh, on her daggers, and staff behind her to slow and, okay. and get boots. So, as you guys are walking, and there's there's a few feet, like, between you guys, and you've made it probably, there's about, it's about 500 yards from where you guys came up on that ridge to the temple itself. You made it probably about 100 yards down, um, the side of, like, the valley, as you're, as you're, and it's mostly, like, flat, 
grass like it's steep coming down it's like yeah. a lot of flat grass but there's a lot of like jungly trees and like vines and birds and like stuff like that but the area kind of around the temple you, there was like a temple complex here too so there's a little bit of space between like some of these more far more decrepit buildings um but so you have a really clear view of like the temple itself as you're going um but it's as you you're coming down that uh thimble you hear like a cracking noise and what sounds like a bit of a thump and you stop and as you look down you can see coming in and out like darting in and out and around some of these buildings like first like to a couple of the buildings to the right and then you look to the left and you notice like a couple more things move around like some of the other buildings you catch just the faint like traces as you're looking of what is a raptor tail on one building and then you look to the other ones and you can see like a couple more and you can tell that they have spotted you and they look like they're kind of like getting closer and you know based on the rumors of of the temple of the golden goose that one of the things that killed the last party that your benefactor sent was that they were attacked and eaten by raptors and that's why they never even made it to the point of finishing the door. The one survivor of the party just who was like when they finally managed to like crawl their way back to um, a safe point, and they they ran into some uh, an, like some other groups that were touring through the uh, through the jungles who rescued them. Uh, they just were holding a gigantic raptor claw and the marvelous pigments, and just were incoherent, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's rumors just based on what people managed to discern from the person who has actually gone mad uh, from what has happened to them in this jungle. So you have spotted at least uh, probably about six raptors so far. Um, And you can tell like as you're watching that they're kind of like getting going from building to building, but moving in your direction towards the outer buildings and you kind of like get the sense with like with a fucking 25 I'm going to give you this you get the sense that they're trying to come up and surround you and possibly get behind you as well okay like wolves yeah pack tactics basically and uh boots will like as she's going along and Nyla you put or uh yeah Nyla you put like your staff out like hoping Mm -hmm. to like clock boots with it but boots is on all fours and you're holding the staff Mm -hmm. out at like four and a half feet and just walks underneath it and you just (laughs) see boots just go underneath it and just like and then like kind of comes to a stop when she sees you guys stop what would you like to do um so so far um thimble's the only one who sees the raptors so Thimble has an ability, um, it's a cantrip, called uh, Magic Stone. And so mm-hmm. basically she can gather up little pebbles yeah, and imbue them with some magic. Mm-hmm. So she's going to, first of all, she's going to tell her less observant friends. And co-conspirators. <laughs> co-conspirators. Oh Part- partners. Yeah. Not friends. Partners. We'll see if we become friends at the end. We'll, we'll see. Assuming <laughs> we all survive. <laughs> Assuming we survive. <laughs> Assuming you don't become victims to Chult. Which, considering there are raptors this close, she's gonna be, she's gonna alert them with her staff. Okay. And she's just gonna go, raptors. And then she's gonna bend down and she's gonna start picking up her pebbles because she wants to have a, um, a supply ready because she's gonna need them. 
and then she's going to imbue these pebbles with some magic. Um, she has... Now, could she... Now, see this? I don't know. So she has the cantrip that is magic stone. Could she mm-hmm. put, like, another cantrip spell into them? Or would she have What's... to pick, like, a leveled spell? Because I have um, frostbite as a cantrip. Um, you can't technically, because, well, are you using, like, an artificer ability to put a spell into yes. the stone? Okay. Then that's fine. Um, okay. I'll let you, I'll let you. See, because the, the, on D&D Beyond, it says you touch one to three pebbles and imbue them with magic. Got that. You or someone else can make a ranged spell attack with one of the pebbles by throwing it or hurling it with a sling. Yes. So you're just using, you are taking this rock and you're throwing it at somebody, like David and Goliath style. Mm-hmm. So could we do enhanced weapon then on them? Yeah. I would think okay. so. Let me see. Like, I'm not going to be... And then so it'll be that, just like, like an extra powerful weapon mm-hmm. stone. Yeah, see, it, for you, you, yeah, you would, you could throw this stone with a plus two to attack and damage, basically. Okay, so let's, we'll, we'll keep it simple because that makes sense to everybody. Yeah. So what we'll do is she'll be picking up the stones and she will be um, imbuing them with enhanced weapon. Um, because she wants to get these raptors uh, from as far away as she possibly can. Okay. All right. And how many attacks does um, uh, Thimble have? Attacks she has. Okay, I found something very deep in something else, so I'm not sure. What does it say? It says, okay. uh, starting at fifth level, you can attack twice rather than once whenever you take the attack action on your turn. Okay, and does it say anything like you get a third attack at like a certain level or something like that? Because like maybe at like level ten you get a third one or something like that. I'm looking. Uh, that one was kind of in there by itself, and I'm like, oh great, okay. No, I don't see anything about anything higher up. Okay, so we're just gonna say you have two. We're just gonna say you have two attacks, which means mm-hmm. you can throw two of your rocks. Cool. Only okay. two of your rocks. Mm-hmm. So you um, you take your uh, these rocks and you imbue them with your uh, cantrip spell. And the what is the name of the cantrip again? Magical the stone. Cantrip is magic stone. And then we're gonna infuse them with the um, enhanced weapon. Yes. So you've taken these uh, rocks. So they're gonna do. Um, you can you can roll to, or you, to hit. You are still really far away from the dinosaurs at this moment. So like as you get closer to them, yeah. um, or they get closer to you. But you're prepping for this at the moment. Yes, so, prepping for this. Yes. Um, when you do attack the raptors, it'll be plus two, and then we will go from there as to what else it'll do for you. Um, okay, yeah. So she, right now she's prepped and she is watching these things like a hawk. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys are making your way down. Um, now you know that the raptors have spotted you and they are starting to like come closer to you and like uh, come around you and all that. Um, do you just want to s- keep going straight? Do you want to like try and like hide like in some of this tall grass and then the like the bushes and things like that to try to avoid some of the raptors? Um, or do you guys just want to start like booking it towards the temple? What would you like to do? 
Are raptors here, um, are they sight hunters, scent hunters? Do we know? Um, they're sight and sound based Okay. Hunters. Okay. All right, so I'm thinking, hmm. So I'm, since we don't want to make any noise, I'm going to gesture, you know, kind of around where I see most of them, I'm gonna guess, and kind of, we're just gonna, you know, there's finger to the four, lips, like, there's four yeah. that I can see. There's four to the building on the left, there's mm -hmm. two in the building to the right. Mm -hmm. The buildings themselves are probably about 300 yards away from you, the temple itself is about 400 yards away. And how far are the buildings apart from each other? Probably about 150 yards. Okay. Do we have any covering between us and the buildings? Like tree cover, There's, shrub cover? The grass is about three feet high. There's some like, there are some like trees. They're little sparse coming down the valley. Like you guys are, the valley like is kind of like a steep decline into like this uh, area for about 300 yards. So and you okay. guys are about hundred yards into it. So there's about 200 more yards where it's a lot of like sparse tree grass and like some bushes here. And then as it starts getting into like this what was an ancient plaza, you start getting mm -hmm. thicker trees, buildings, and far more covered areas. You guys are a little exposed in the space that you're in, but if you wanted to try in stealth, I would let you try, like, sneaking along and, like, having the raptors, like, lose sight of you if you wanted to do that. Definitely want to sneak. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, we are sneaky people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just trying to decide, do I want to go? Because, like, I feel like straight in the middle, Mm -hmm. Everybody can come at us. Let's go to the right because mm -hmm. there's only two over there that we can see. That you see. can see, yeah. Um, and we'll kind of we'll take it wide around the two on the okay. right, but we'll sneak. Okay, so you kind of like gesture at Boots and Nyla, like to like get down, and then and like when you do that, like Boots just lays completely flat. Just like, and you just see her tail slightly sticking up out of the grass, and it wiggles a little. Uh -huh. And I will. And no, no, just, no, no. Oh. Not Nyla beats you to it. She just staff tail down. And uh, like and you do that, and like she's gonna put a foot on it too. Be like, no. Yeah, Boots does not appreciate the uh, the stepping on tail. her tail, and uh, like she's gonna kind of turn around and look at you, at Nyla, and she's just gonna like rip her tail out from underneath your foot. And she keeps it low. She doesn't say anything, but there's definitely a look that she kind of gives you. It's just like, mm, mm. yeah. And now it's gonna go. No. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Boots sticks her tongue out at you, like, mm -hmm. and then just completely ignores you. But mm -hmm. focuses on um, Thimble. And uh, Thimble, you kind of like assure everybody to like, you know, like two. And then the, there's over here at this building, like to the right, and everything like that. And uh, uh, you kind of just uh, get, give them the idea that, you know, they need to, like, we need to go, like, around mm -hmm. this space. Mm -hmm. And kind of, like, what direction to head in and everything like that. So, um, Boots is going to understand that you're stealthing. And she's going to cast Pass Without Trace on you guys. And so she kind of, like... Um, she has a staff with her that's kind of like on her back and she kind of pulls it off. She doesn't put it up, but like she just kind of like places it on the ground and places her hand over it. And uh, you feel like this magic kind of like come over you and it almost makes you hard to 
see. Like, you become a little less, almost a little less corporeal. And uh, you guys, when you roll stealth checks, will add plus ten. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's why it's my favorite D&D spell. I fucking love it. We like that. Yeah, so. um, So do I add, okay. So So everybody can roll me, yeah, you can roll me a stealth check. Plus 10? Plus 10, yeah. 38. 28. <laughs> uh, and that is a, I get a 18. I have a Eight. plus 4 on stealth, so. Uh, I have now rolled a Shit. second natural 1 <laughs> using a different dice. And she still gets an 18. However, as Boots is going... And, like, she's got her tail down. She's put her, like, staff back over her back. And she's, like, creeping along. She is fully doing Kronk-style narration music. We're like... (laughs) She's going... Just... That is how she gets a... Like, that is her natural one for that. Um, And Nyla's ears just start twitching. mm Mm-hmm. She just can't uh, take it. What did um, Thimble get? Uh, Thimble got 28. 28, okay. Um, the raptors rolled fairly well. Um, and, uh, but you don't see what they're doing. Because you guys are in the grass, you start making your way as, you know, like as quietly but as quickly as you can as, as you're going. Um, you probably make it like another 50 yards and then like, uh, make me perception checks, please. Different times. 22. 22. 26. 26. Damn, okay. Hey, you should play with You're this. Just... Is that the one you got from the Ren Fair? Mm-hmm. So is this. This is the one. The random one. Yeah. yeah. These are all the ones that rolled well for me. And uh, so you guys are going, and you both hear uh, what sounds like another, like, twig, like, break, but closer this time. A lot closer. Maybe 100 yards away from you. Now, coming from a little closer... But you're headed in the direction of like the northern buildings, but it's coming still from the uh, from the left. Nyla is going to drop even lower to the ground, hand on, uh, like her staff is in one hand mm-hmm. on the on the ground, but she hasn't let go of it. Yeah. And then the other hand is on a dagger, okay. as low as she can possibly be, and she has stopped dead in her tracks. Like her ears are just looking for that noise. Yeah, and you can hear it coming uh, a little closer. Like, you think at least maybe a couple of them have spotted you guys. Um, and maybe Boots, just because of the natural one that she rolled. Um, so everybody, <laughs> as you guys have stopped, and you're gonna, like, as you're, as you're stopped and, like, kind of, like, keeping track of everything, go ahead and roll me another stealth check, please. Oh, shit. 22. 22. Okay. So, it's plus my, okay. Plus, and we're still doing plus 10, or just yep. on that last one? Yeah, you guys will have it for an hour. unless. Oh, for plus 10? So 32. Okay, 32. Mine is, Boots could say uh, 27 this time. 33. 33? Mm-hmm. So you guys kind of, like, decide to change directions a little bit and, like, start sneaking around, like, a couple of bushes and a couple of trees, kind of, like, trying to hide yourselves. And uh, you get up to these stone buildings at this point, and you make me perception checks. 18. Boots gets a 15. 14. 14. 
So you guys have like kind of come up to this building and you can hear some of the scraping sounds of what is raptor claws like on top of the roof of this building. It's a fairly square building. Like there's giant holes in the side of it. Um, Mm -hmm. The wall that's facing you guys is mostly intact except for some what is open air windows a little higher up. Um, But it looks like that the far right wall away from you guys is just kind of like broken apart. Um, And there's like some other buildings a little further in the distance. But now you're probably, you're probably about 10 feet like away from this building in front of you. But you're about mm, maybe about 150 yards away from the temple itself. Like the temple of the Golden Goose. And uh, Boots very quietly will ask you guys, where do you want to go? Into the building? Around the building? Or just make a run for the temple? Thimble's going to consider this because... Going into this building would be shelter, but it also could be a death trap. And, and you as can a rat, hear she's always looking for traps. Yeah. Right. And you can hear the raptors. How many raptors are on the building? You're aware of two. Okay, aware of two. You're not really sure what happened to the ones that had spotted you guys as you were coming down and knew you were headed in this direction towards this other building. Hmm. Nyla is calculating. She's looking at the raptors she can assume are there mm-hmm. and the broken part of the building and if she like... How far away from the broken part of the building are we? Uh, the building itself the nor- this uh, right northern building is probably about 10 feet in front of you. Like the wall itself is probably about 10 feet in front of you. The broken side, like you get like if it's a box that one north facing side um to your right is just gone. Okay. So um, we're on like the eastern side. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Nyla is going to kind of peek, like go towards, you know, sneakily go towards the uh, the broken part and like look in and see if she can either, if she, if she can go inside and like mm-hmm. make easy work of the raptors that she can see if, or if she, if they just walk away. Okay. Give mm-hmm. me a stealth check to like sneak up on your own to the edge of this building. 25. 25. So you sneak up to the edge of this building, and like if this is the building, I'm gonna say, like, mm-hmm. you guys are at this wall. Mm-hmm. This wall here is gone. Like, there is no wall here. Um, okay. So, like, to give you an idea, and you've like come up on this corner and you're like peeking in, and the building is completely empty. Like, there's like ruins and a shit ton of dirt and like, you know, rocks and things like that, but there's nothing else in it. Um, but you can hear a couple raptors walking along the roof of what's left of it. So you know that like, once you walk away from the building, if you go out in open space, the raptors will most likely see you because they Mm -hmm. have a really good vantage point from being on that roof. Um, Other than the wall that is down, Mm -hmm. um, can Nyla see a secondary exit? Um, There is on the wall that's facing the Temple of the Golden Goose. Okay, there, so the wall on, opposite us. Yeah, so, so the wall case. opposite you, and like, she's at the corner, and like, if she looks diagonally into the building, there's a hole in that mm-hmm. wall that's facing the Temple of the Golden Goose. Um, and it looks like it could fit, all of you could fit through it. You have to like, climb up. It's like maybe two feet off the ground, but it's probably about four feet wide. Okay. So you guys, if you want, can make stealth checks to get into the building without being seen and then like go through the building out the side and then just like 
make it down. Yeah, I think we should go yeah. into the building and kind of then assess from there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's stealth check to get in. Okay. Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. Forty one. Very. That's a, I love. That's one of the best parts about rogues. It's just like the sheer amount of like <laughs> what the fuckery when it comes to their stealth checks. Like there's there was one rogue character I came across once that even if they rolled a natural one, the minimum their stealth could be was like a twenty two or something Jeez. absolutely ridiculous like that. That's um, amazing. Now imagine yeah. Val as a as a rogue. Um, Not happening. <laughs> well, yeah, happening. Just no, just because her she's got the tinky 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 <laughs> on her staff and on her tail. Immediately gives no. her disadvantage. Um Boots gets a 37, <laughs> by the way. So like Nyla, you turn to like gesture for everybody to like come up, and as you turn to the side, Boots is already hanging on the side of the wall, face to face with you. And uh like Thimble, you kinda just turn where you expect Boots to be, Boots is no longer there, and you look over it at Nyla and, there's and you just, just a... see her on the wall, just funny, and cat just face to face. And then Thimble will just put a tiny palm to her face, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then um, she is not above scurrying on all fours when it will get her places faster. Um, So she's gonna take off and just pray that no one sees the giant cat. (laughs) That's fair. And like, you guys did She has faith in Nyla. Yeah, <laughs> that Nyla will get away unseen, but the, yeah, the six foot did. cat. Yeah, yeah. You guys did not see like or hear Boots move, and like she just kind of like crawls her way, like using the wall, crawls through the hole that's in the side of the wall in front of Nyla, and then just makes her way into the building. And you two like dart as quickly as you can in there, and you hear about that same time like the the raptor claws. You can hear it better because of, like the echo in the room, and you can hear. The, now what sounds like three of them you can make out three distinct sets of raptor claws um there are open air windows like towards the roof of this building and the roofs are about 10 10 to 12 feet um so if you guys wanted to um like boots or you guys can like make a climb check to like try and peek out one of these open air windows to see if you can see any more raptors if you'd like i think boots will Um, on the wall facing that other building that you guys had seen, she's gonna kind of, like, climb up. But if you guys want to do something similar, you can. Yeah. I'm gonna guess just because Thimble's just gonna be climbing over some more, um, some of the less, uh, together walls. <laughs> yeah. So, um, And uh, what, sec- what check did you say to do for that? Uh, you guys can make me a, um, you need to do some climbing, so go ahead and make me either acrobatics or athletics checks. We are going to do acrobatics, because we have some yeah. helpfulness. That's a 19. 19, okay. 22. 22. Okay, so you guys, you both managed to, like, everybody, like, there's, like, four or five windows, like, in a row, and then just, like, a head pops up from one, a head pops up from another, (laughs) a head pops up from a third one, like, (laughs) almost, like, just Scooby-Doo style of, like, whoop, and uh, everybody. First you see Nyla's ears, and, like, they just... Yeah, like, well. Nyla's being super stealthy, but her ears come up way before she does. Well, I mean, in in a, an actual pear and or rabbit, I mean, those things are satellite dishes. Yeah. So yeah. those are part of the... You can those see are... them, like, rotate slightly, twitch with, like, every noise. And, like, there's not a lot of her head sticking up over the window. You but just see, whole... like, the, the tops of my eyes. Like, that's it. Yeah. And then just the 
and uh, like Boots's ears are like flat against her head because she in like back a little because she's listening behind you guys. But I'm gonna have you guys make me two rolls, make me a perception check, and make me a stealth check, still keeping pass without trace. Perception is fifteen. Thirty-three for stealth. Twenty-six for perception, and and third. Okay, so go ahead. Sorry. And a twenty for stealth. Okay. Uh, for Thimble, it's fifteen on perception, mm-hmm. and then thirty for stealth. Okay. So you guys are very like quiet as you like peek up over the edge, but you can see some of the raptors moving on this other building. Uh, the one that you had originally seen the four raptors on, uh, Thimble, but now there's only two, and you catch going through some of the bushes right next to the building, on the outside of the building, uh, two more raptors are on the ground, kind of like patrolling, and they haven't like made it around into the building, but they are coming from that side, where you guys had been hidden, they're coming around that side. So they're coming to the, the open wall, or the closed side? So, if we're going, um... We're, we're sitting on the closed side, uh, the open side, the rubble side, yes? You guys are in the building, right? so... This... And then anything you show us is mirrored, so, uh-huh. so it's like, it's like, I know you're explaining it perfectly well, and if we were sitting in front of you, it would be a completely different thing. My little on-the-fly doodle. Okay. So, I, I will explain what this looks like in a little okay. more detail for, like, the podcast listeners. So, this building, it has four sides. There's Mm -hmm. three standing walls and a roof. Mm -hmm. And then there's one side that's where the wall has just completely collapsed. Oh, thank you. So the side where the wall is completely collapsed is facing, it's the right wall. Then you guys are inside the building and you're at the left wall. We're directly directly across from the open space. Yeah. Now the temple is in the uh, front Mm -hmm. wall the mm-hmm. forward north wall, I guess we'll call it, yeah. uh, facing the temple. And that one has like a four foot hole in one of the walls and where you guys can crawl out of if you want to. It's about two feet off the ground, about four foot wide. Mm-hmm. Um, and the raptors are coming from, are on the outside from the southern mm-hmm. wall, coming around towards the open wall. And we're at the west wall. Yeah, we're at the west wall. The east wall yeah. is open. Mm-hmm. Raptors mm-hmm. at the south wall. Yeah. So okay. east wall is open, west wall is where you guys are, north wall is facing the temple, south wall has raptors on the outside, and on the roof there's at least three raptors. Okay. Okay? Um. <laughs> is there anything on the outside the north wall? Like anywhere uh, we go? If you guys go and like look out there, there's like some little rubble pieces here and there, but it's mostly between you and the temple. It's open space. Okay. And you said it's about a Hundred-ish yards between that wall. Hundred, hundred and fifty-ish yards. Oh, okay-ish. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Somewhere between. So it's there. a football field and change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And if you guys would like, if you're gonna go like start looking at that one, um, you can make me a perception check to see uh, what you can spot. Eight. <laughs> I see nothing. Okay, we got twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um. Thimble, as you're looking out, like, the hole in this wall, you spot, like, the, the temple comes up some steps a little mm-hmm. bit, and you can see what looks like the remains of a couple of people 
some packs that are thrown around, some like gear, like swords and stuff like that. And you mm -hmm. can see about two feet worth of what looks like a line of paint going straight up. And you can surmise that you oh. think that's probably where they were starting to paint the door. Okay, okay. I'm drawing a step pyramid on my sheet. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, bo it's fine. Boots will whisper to you guys, do we want to make a run for it? Those raptors are going to come in here one way or the other. Yes, Boots just sounds so completely like unfazed. Just like, you want to? Yeah, you yeah. Mm -hmm. she's she's very unfazed about most things, and it's just yeah. like how much of the door is drawn that we can see from here. Like, is it like one side of the door and like the top, or um, from what you can see with the with your twenty two, um, I will say that it looks like the bottom line, and then about two feet up on the left side. So you would still need to finish the left side, the top, and then come back down on the right, and then drawing any kind of handle or anything like that to open it okay and you can so, surmise that it would take you i would say if you guys are going to be in combat it would take you at least four rounds of combat to finish drawing right. the door and nyla is going to some that i think the tallest person is going to actually have to draw even though i currently have the tools or yeah. mm -hmm. someone taller than tools. sorry yeah, excuse yeah. me yes i have the the, the writing brush. implement. <laughs> well, you don't have to. Like, you guys can make the door however big you want. Like, you just what you paint is going to come into reality. If you it's draw just a circular, fit all of us through. Yeah, if you draw and a circular hobbit door, you can ideally. have a hobbit door. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind. If you just okay, want to draw, but yeah, like but at, foot at by three feet tall, door. someone may, someone else may need to. Okay, so they're having this hushed discussion about who's actually going to draw the door mm -hmm. because. Nyla's actually going to ask if she found anything outside. Okay. Did you find anything outside? We, I see the door. They did not draw much of it. Is there <laughs> anything outside to draw a distraction? It's pretty open out there. There's some rubble. There's some dead bodies. And whatever they left behind. Not much uh, of a distraction. And at this point, like, you guys are, like, kind of, like, sitting there talking to each other, kind of, like, looking out this hole in the wall. Boots' head just comes up right between you. And she says... At what point do we do something about the raptors that are watching us right now? And she turns her head, and they're in this open space wall. Are two raptors staring at you? Nyla's ear just twitches because, goddamn it! Um, and the raptors are gonna start running at you. Nyla, before I'm gonna have to probably roll something for this, but Nyla is just going to just immediately grab one of her uh, daggers mm -hmm. and then swiftly turn around and throw it before they even start moving. As soon as Boots says that what do we do with the raptors that are watching us, mm -hmm. she just, into action, throws a dagger behind her. What do I roll? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, the raptors mm -hmm. spotted you guys before you spotted them, so they get a surprise around, so the raptors go first. Also, mm -hmm. everybody roll me initiative. 17. 2. Roll for some raptors. The raptors did really fucking well. And let's roll for the boots. The, okay. I have rolled four natural ones already today. Mm -hmm. And I haven't rolled that many, like, dice, like, to be fair. So, boots is at a four. But the raptors go first um, because they, they're going to get a surprise around first. The raptors 
uh, close the distance between you guys very quickly. Um, and they're going to leap one um, at Nyla and the other one at Boots. What's Nyla's armor class? 16. Uh, the one that goes after uh, Nyla misses, but the one that goes after Boots does hit with a non-natural 20, um, and that one's going to take a huge bite attack at Boots. And you see like this, these raptors just rush you, and they're just suddenly right on top of you. And uh, uh, Boots like turns, and like she kind of stands up, as, like, this raptor comes at her and it leaps off the ground and it just, like, fully bites into her shoulder as, uh, it, uh, goes after her for seven points of damage. And, like, this giant raptor just fucking takes her, like, down and now there's just this raptor on top of Boots. And, uh, Nyla, the second one, like, rushes at you and, like, as it goes to jump at you, you, like, put your staff out in front of you and it kind of, like, chomps onto your staff and you're just, like, holding it back. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, we're going back to the start of the initiative order, and that's uh, Thimble. So Thimble is um, got her slingshot ready to go, loaded okay. with one of her pebbles. Okay. So she's gonna take aim at the one that has that has its mouth on Nyla's staff. Okay. And she's gonna. So go ahead and pull back. <laughs> uh, roll me a d20, and then add uh, the two for the. Um, because it's a magical stone. So roll mm-hmm. me a d20 plus two first to see if you hit the raptor. Five. Five. Uh, so you go ahead and like you try to take aim and uh, the first one misses. You want to try and use your other one? Yes, please. Okay, go <laughs> ahead and roll again. Okay. Much better! All <laughs> 21. Right, 21. So you go and like you throw the first <laughs> stone and like as Nyla's like wrestling with this thing, like it gets like she kind of jerks it to the side, and the first stone like whizzes by, and you throw the second one, and uh, go ahead and roll me the um, one d six plus two, I believe. Yeah, one d six plus. Did not spell make class. it into the tray. My God, one d six plus two is five. And uh, your spellcasting modifier, which is uh, four, so. Your you got five, you said, mm-hmm. and then plus four. So you did nine okay. points of damage to the raptor. Chugga chugga. And you like you hit it like right in the face, and it kind of like jerks back a little bit, and it just lets out this horrible menacing roar at all of you. And uh, it is back up to the raptor's turn. I have a quick and, question. These sure. are just like standard Jurassic Park raptors. They're they're yeah. about you know the that size. Like, yeah. There's no standard they're not Jurassic Park. extra yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Not not these raptors, anyway. Um, and you guys hear Good at the know. same time like the skirting of the uh, raptors up top, and you hear like some raptors like jump off and land on the ground. So you know that mm-hmm. the ones on the roof have jumped off the uh, off of the roof. Mm-hmm. So the raptors are going to make two attacks. Uh, the one uh, going after Nyla. Like hisses, like kind of like roars at uh, Thimble, and then turns and with just this huge tail, just comes and bops uh, Nyla right in the side. And Nyla, you get hit by this really strong like raptor tail, and you're gonna take uh, five points of damage for that one. And uh, the one that's going after Boots is uh, 
like trying to bite down on it. But Boots is very tall and her legs are very long. And she just kind of like pushes her hands up and like it's just trying to bite at her, but it's like its neck is not long enough. Um, and it its only got neck a, isn't long enough. Mm-hmm. And it, because it only got a seven to, uh, to try and hit Boots. Um, with that, it is Boots' turn. And Boots is going to try and make a strength check to try and shove this raptor away from her. Uh, she succeeds with an 18. So Boots kind of like puts her feet up underneath it and just like kicks it off of her. And she stands up and she's like, oh, time to go. And she is going to make a dive to go out the hole in the wall towards the temple. And as she does, uh, she's going to grab Thimble and pull her with her. Go! <laughs> and uh, that'll be her action to <laughs> grab Thimble and just like just throw yourself both of you like out of the uh, out of the hole. And now Thimble and Boots are outside um, in the open air and no longer in the building. And Nyla's still in the building. Yeah. Well, she can only grab one person at a time, so she tackled <laughs> Thimble because Thimble was right next to the open space. Um, Nyla, it is your turn. You've got now. You've got one raptor that's been pushed back because of the uh, because of boots, and it's kind of like flopped over to the side and it's like starting to come to its feet. And then you've got this other one that's right in front of you. Oh, can the raptors fit through the hole <laughs> that boots and thimble went through? Um, like, like yeah, but they'd have to work at it a little because, like, you think it's about two feet off off the ground, about four feet high maybe about like three feet mm. wide it would they might have a little difficulties but you think they might just give that up for the purposes of just taking the long way around and leaving the building and coming outside okay because either she's going to dodge or disengage because what I, what she wants to do is disengage and dodge and get the hell out of there you can yeah you can go ahead and disengage and if you take the disengage action um, you can just move without taking attacks of opportunity from these things. So if you want to take the disengage action and just book it like right through yeah. the uh, hole in the wall, you can do that. Yeah. Too um, bad you can't hit him in the nose like a shark. <laughs> I can see that. That would be hilarious and a good way to lose some fingers. Um, so you know, that's how Val would do it. That's how oh, Val yeah. would do it. That's how Ani would do it. <laughs> how Ani would do it. <laughs> so Nyla, you you're dealing with this raptor and like you kind of. Uh, like take your staff and like swing it like wide over its head and it like makes it focus up for a moment and because it, it's focused up you quick turn using your like monk and uh bunny speed just can kind of like take one hop and then another one and as you go to like leap for that second one you just push yourself right through diving right through the hole in the ball and you come out and you like barrel roll up and then you stand up and you're standing right next to boots and uh thimble and uh yeah, so you guys are now outside of this building, and the temple is probably uh, 100 yards and change in front of you. Uh, as soon as Boots, uh, not Boots, as soon as Nyla rolls and stands up and is, you know, coherent again, just mm-hmm. one word, run. All right. No one And no one waits to just ask run. questions. Yeah. We're just going. And uh, so is everybody going to take the dash, dash action? to uh, move your full speed. Okay. Yes. So you're going to move 60 feet um, per well, how, what is Nyla's speed? Is it 30 feet? I mean, the character sheet says 45. 45, okay. Yeah. I think you had told me it was 30. 
No, if it says 45, that's how much it is. Okay, so it's 45. So you, if you take the dash action, will move 90 feet and around. So um, for uh, it, the top of the initiative order, it's Thimble. And uh, Thimble, you're going to go ahead and take the uh, dash action. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to move 60 feet this round. And you take off just booking it with everything you've got towards this temple. And um, you guys hear, like, the scraping of raptors behind you and some, like, slight, like, clicking noises coming from them as they start communicating. And you can hear some, like, chomping as they, uh, one of them, two of them have gotten up, the ones that are in the building, and they've kind of, like, you hear a boom! And they've collided with each other trying to get out of this hole in the wall. And you can see them as you're running, trying to fight with each other to get out. And the other raptors, you notice there's none as you turn, like, and you're running. You can see there's none on the roof uh, at the moment, and you don't know where those ones have gone. Um, But you just start booking it, like, your full speed. Um, Boots is right behind you, like, running full tilt, and uh, she also makes it another 60 feet. And uh, then it's up to Nyla's turn, and if you're just taking the full dash, you just blast past everybody, leaving them like 30 feet behind you at this point. (laughs) You were full on running towards this, uh, up the, like across this open space and trying to get to this, uh, to this door. And, uh, you guys just gonna keep, keep going? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. You just keep taking, like, dash actions and, uh, as you guys are running along, you can hear, like, some of the raptors and you see, if you turn and look back, you see one of them, like, kind of pop out the hole and it kind of, like, half jump half falls out and it kind of like situates itself focuses in on you and you see like a couple of the other raptors come from one side of the building and all the way to the left uh, from those other buildings you see like a couple more raptors pop out and they've all just spotted you and are converging in your direction like as you just book it you've got a little bit of a head start on them um but they are faster than you well faster than the other two they're not necessarily faster than uh, nyla but uh you guys have a little bit of a head start so can Nyla grab Thimble and just keep dashing with her like holding her by like her like nape or something just make me a I'll give you the option like I don't know if there's a difference in your athletics versus just like a straight strength check but give me a strength check or an athletics check and does Thimble need to do anything to help or um if you want to help her, like, as she's running past you, like, and she grabs you, if you want to, like, jump to make it a little easier for her, okay. um, then, uh, Ani, you can do it with advantage. Okay. okay. Like, maybe maybe Nyla just goes, up! <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 19 and a nat 20, so, nat 20. Alright, so you, as you're going by, you, like, kind of just scoop, uh, um, Thimble up, because Thimble starts to jump onto you guys, and you like, in surprisingly well-coordinated, like, teamwork... <laughs> Like, Nyla kind of reaches out and, uh, like, flings um, Thimble onto her back. And now, Thimble, you are kind of, like, piggyback-style riding on uh, Nyla. Which does give you the benefit of kind of, like, freeing up at least one of your hands if you need to, like, you know, throw something or throw a spell or anything like that. I I did want to try to do that. Um, Especially since now both Boots and Nyla are in front of me. So I Mm -hmm. can do an attack that I really wanted to do. (laughs) Yeah, sure. So... Um, so it's, um, level one, uh, Tasha's Caustic Brew, and I'm gonna cast that at all these motherfuckers. (laughs) I love that. 
Just all of these motherfuckers. Well, okay. Okay, so what do I need to roll for that one? Asha's Caustic Brew. So, in a... So you've, like, kind of, like, focus on the uh, raptors that are closest to you. Mm-hmm. And um, you are going to throw a shit ton of acid at them in a line of 30 feet, and it's 5 feet wide. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of, like... Are you going to try and get, like, more than one raptor, like, in this line of yours? Um... I'd like to get as many as possible. Okay. Um, but I am, like you said, I'm going to focus on the ones closest. So. Okay. Um, so they're going to have to make dexterity saving throws. Um, I'll say you can get two raptors in this. Um, okay. One of them passes, the other one does not. So go ahead and roll me um, two. Are you casting it at a first level? Yes. Okay, so go ahead and roll me 2d4. One of them will take the full damage, the other one will take um, half damage. Okay, we got a 6 and mm-hmm. a 5. Okay. Um, <clears throat> one of them takes the 11 damage, the other one takes uh, 5 damage. So you see that you, like, you've aimed most of this acid at uh, the one that's running closest to you, because you kind of, like, take out your, your hand and just focus some of your energy like into this focusing just like I you you hate this raptor and you are so <laughs> sick of these raptors and uh, just a huge stream of green toxic looking acid just spills out of your hand and shoots and just hits this raptor like right in the face and uh, it kind of jerks back and is like shaking its head from side to side and you also manage to get acid onto the other one and uh, it stops the one you've got like, covered in acid like over its face for a moment stops running and it's just kind of like trying to shake it all off and you really fucked up this one raptor and uh, the other raptor that's covered in acid shakes itself off and starts running like oh making a little bit of a space around the other raptor that's kind of freaking out a little bit mm-hmm. um and uh you guys keep going but you don't have to worry about your speed now thimble because your speed is whatever nihilus speed is <laughs> so you keep running bunny mm-hmm. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so you guys are gonna, uh, keep running. Is there anything else specific you wanted to do besides run? Uh, I don't think so. N- Nyla, just focus on you getting You might want to start getting that pot out of, uh, with the ink. Oh, yeah. You might want to, like, not even, not maybe not get it out, because if you fall and shit, but getting, like, making sure you know where it is. Mm-hmm. On okay. your person. Because we're gonna need to draw quick. Yep. Okay. Um... So as you guys are, uh, as you're, you're running just as fast as you can, um, and, uh, you, you just keep running and running and running and the raptors are like starting to get a lot closer to you. Um, but they are getting closer to boots first. You guys have made it like across most of the open space. And now you have to start climbing up the stairs instead, which is going to cut your movement speeds in half. Um, That's fine. Cause Nyla can jump. That's can true. Yeah, so you, it, it still is going to cut your speed down. A bit yeah. Because it, you're going to have to hop up these stairs instead. Yeah. Now, it'll slow the raptors down, too, when they get to the stairs. However, like, it, it now is going to cut your, when you dash, it's now just really going to be the same amount. You're going to go now 45 feet, even if you're spending your whole turn to run. Um, Boots, however, skips the stairs and heads for the uh, wall. And she's going to, because she has a climbing speed, so she's mm. going to be faster climbing up the wall rather than going up the stairs. Nice. Um, but, however, in that meantime, one of the raptors does catch up to Boots because she is behind you. 
Um, and they are faster than she is. And it is going to take a bite attack at her. And it does hit her for... Okay, only three points of damage. That's not too bad. Um, and, uh, like, you see one of these raptors kind of, like, goes and uh, takes a, a swipe at her and, like, bites her. But she manages to, like, run and jump up onto the wall. And you guys are, like, mostly up these, this flight of stairs mm -hmm. at this point. And she's, like, rapid climbing up this uh, wall, which is probably about 25 feet high. So she can make it up the whole thing um, by the next turn. Um, the raptors are probably about one to two turns behind you guys, and okay. now there is uh, the wall directly in front of you. One of you has the brush, one of you has the ink. It's going to take four turns to finish this door. Okay. Ink, ink, ink. Nala just has the ink out ready. Just go. Shove now, that paintbrush. I will say it takes four turns. However, there's two of you. So if mm -hmm. you wanted to, like, teamwork it up, like, uh, as, say, uh, Thimble, you're doing the bottom part, and as you go up and you reach the brush as high as you can go, and Nyla just grabs it from you and starts completing it. Couldn't I'll I just you... stay on her shoulders so I'd have her height advantage and I could just... True, but you guys, it has to... You on your turn can only do so much. So, like, I'm doing this, like, you guys, instead of taking... I see, I see, I it's see, okay. Two from teamwork so okay um and so, so like nyla reaches higher a little bit and then as she comes back down and then like you take the you grab it and just gotcha gotcha it. I love, okay gotcha all right so, so um it'll take it. you guys two like um rounds now to do this because you guys it take four turns so two rounds uh, yep. if you're both working on it so the raptors are one turn behind you so you know they will get to you next round yeah mm -hmm. um how do you want to start working on this door and like, what are you painting? Um, you said that one of the bot. You said the bottom line was complete, and then mm -hmm. one of the sides was uh, two partially. feet of the side of the left yeah. side is finished. And so I'm and thinking little, we don't the need. The black paint is slightly mixed with the blood of the handprint of the person who died making it. Does that affect the potency of the line? No, this is like, just for horrific visual. Oh no, I'm thinking like supernatural. Did we break the line of salt? Like, did it? Did <laughs> no. it? You're you're good. You don't think okay. this weird cursed temple really minds having blood on it at all? Or no, no. I just thought it would break the line, and then you're therefore good. the door, the paint doesn't work. Could um, we cut down on term uh, on like how many turns it takes to do it? Because if we just draw one line to connect it from the top of one to the bottom of the other, there's only one side partially done. There's not the other side isn't done. So all we really need to do is that you know just draw the top side and the bottom side, just drag diagonally down. So like I'm thinking like a Beetlejuice kind of door from like you know uh, from the other side. How some kind of trapezoid kind yeah. of thing. Door? Okay. Like, um, you'll have to spend at least. Okay. Yeah, your the side that's completed is only about two feet up. So you'll have to draw at least like another like however yeah. far tall you want to make it. Then you have to like so the very bottom is completed, and then mm -hmm. about two feet this way is completed. So you have to finish going up, and then if you just want to make like an actual like ninety degree triangle, you yep. can go down. Um, so kind of like just literally like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like an actual ninety degree triangle door. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Um, but you will. So Nyla, you can like grab it and uh, finish going up, and then uh, Thimble, you kind of just like just in a jump, like just straight down, kind of like bring it down in an angle. Um, you will still have to take another turn to draw some kind of hand. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but as you guys, like, teamwork it up, 
to try and bring this, like, finish drawing this now triangle-shaped door. Uh, Boots has reached the top, and she's kind of, like, run uh, beside you guys. And at the same time, Boots and these raptors kind of meet each other, like, directly on the other side of you guys. Um, And uh, Boots is going to go first. And... How many poison darts did I have? I think we gave you five. Okay. Alrighty. So Boots is going to, um, she's going to reach out her her hand, and uh, she's going to cast some magic. Isn't it kind of weird having um, magic, and you guys don't have to roll wild magic for it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you see her bring up her uh, staff, and uh, she kind of like takes it, and she kind of like slams it into the ground, and uh, kind of like magic starts to gather all all around her and uh this suddenly as as magic kind of like starts to pour out from her these vines that are growing all over the temple really start to like shift and move and you see them start to grow up over the sides of the stairs where these raptors are coming up and then all of a sudden just in one solid movement just shoot directly up creating this huge wall of thorny vines uh in front of these stairs and boots has used her staff of the woodlands to create a wall of thorns. Ooh. Okay, go boost. Blocking off uh, the space between where these raptors are coming up and you guys. Um, so uh, she has created a 10 foot high, 5 foot thick, 60 foot long wall of thorns. And uh, Hell like, yeah. Mm, I like it. She's bizarre as fuck, but Boots is actually kind of cool. So, um, and I will show you the general, like, door-ish space. There you go. A little map change for y'all there. And, uh, as, like, a wall of vines just comes up around the edge of this temple and kind of, like, starts to curve around the side a little bit, kind of, like, enclosing you guys in. And, uh, she kind of just, you are out of combat now because these raptors cannot get to you. And uh, Boots just kind of turns and, like, leans on her staff, and she's like, you know, whenever you guys get done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, okay, so we've, we've, got the, we've got the triangle, yes? Yes, we have, yes. The, we have the door. Now we need the handle. Okay, so I will, uh, Thimble will take back the paintbrush, get, mm-hmm. scrape off, because I'm sure there's not very much ink left. She's going to scrape just... the sides of the little jar, and she is going to make a very cute circle okay. and um do we have to say any magic words or anything like that or no as you finish drawing like the last piece of this uh of this door and you kind of like step back away from it and the paint it's just suddenly you hear like this cracking of stone as this door takes shape into reality this triangle shaped door and uh you see like some dust like come off of what is now creating seams in this one solid wall as this door forms and a stone handle kind of like pops out of the uh of the wall itself and before you can even touch like the door itself it uh it's just creaks and then slowly swings outward towards you Mm -hmm. and uh as it's swinging outwards uh towards you this just super creepy uh, skeleton is on the other side of where this door space was and you see like the bones start to shift and rattle and it kind of swirls in like this dust of like bone dust and 
what remains of the bones and it solidifies itself into a full skeleton as it pops upright and it stares at you with just unseeing eyes and this skeleton looks at you and it reaches out a hand and it points at you uh, uh, Thimble because you're the one right in front of the door and this, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. skeleton tells you the longer you are here the more danger you are in beware waking the sleeping king for he brings the end to all things and the skeleton like reaches out its other hand and you can hear like the cracking of this uh, bones as it opens its hand and sitting inside of its hand is what looks like a bone white key and it reaches its hand out and it says red, blue, white, and green. Find them all to be free. Red, blue, white, and green. Nyla's gonna swipe that key. And the second you take that key, that skeleton just turns into dust and pools on the ground in front of you. And you guys can hear from the other side of, like, the wall of vines and everything like that. The raptors are, like, clawing at it. And you can see it shake a little bit, but it, it's holding. Uh, Nyla's not going to attempt that. Uh, as soon as she swiped that key and the skeleton disintegrated, she's going to try mm-hmm. and kind of push okay. both Thimble and Boots inside and close the door. Okay. Boots, you know, is now once again like on all fours and she kind of like peeks into the uh, into this room or at least this space that you assume. And uh, she kind of like slips in when she doesn't really see anything. And Thimble, are you going into this room? I'm not dealing with the raptors, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, so you guys all slip into this uh, into this space, and um, how is, uh, I changed where you guys can see. Now you should just see a little sliver, right? I see just a little bit. Looks like oh, a it's downward a teeny, arrow. Teenies. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. The little arrow is the glowing blue badger. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's a. It's a glowing blue badger. Well, yeah, there's like this arrow. No, it's it's a thing. So, this one here, this this one right here, this is Boots. The glowing blue badger is Nyla. And then this little rat mouse thing that is, um, uh, that is Thimble. Rat mouse. Rat mouse. It's really such a pain to try and get them to, like, move where you want them to move. Um, but, uh, you guys have come into this hallway, and as soon as you step into this temple, like, the door of the temple that you had just made just slams shut behind you, and you are just plunged into complete darkness. So, who has dark vision? Me. You do? I okay. do not. Okay, um, I believe that Boots also has dark vision as a tabaxi, because it would be really strange if she didn't as a cat, because cat. cats can just really see well in the dark. Yeah, she can see in, in the dark. But you guys are plunged in complete darkness, um, and Thimble and Boots can like kind of see like an outline of what's going on, but um, uh, Nyla, you cannot. You guys do have supplies in your packs, so if you wanted to, um, you can light like a torch, and uh, kind of get a view of what's going on. So, who's lighting a torch? Who's carrying it? What you doing? Um, I'm thinking someone taller should carry it, but I will light it. I, I have uh, thieves' tools, so I'm assuming a flint is in there. So let's. 
Yeah, you guys like pull out a a, a a torch, and you all have at least like a couple on you, and you light one of them. And uh, so you guys are in this stone uh, chamber now, and it's extremely dark. The hallway is about from wall to wall. Um, on your left and right sides, it's about five feet, so you pretty much have to go in like single file order. Um, as it is very, uh, it's very hard to like move around and stuff like that. But there is a hallway going forward and a hallway going back. What would you like to do? Forward. Forward it is. Um, you guys start marching now. The important thing is who's going first and then who's going second and who's going last. I'm thinking it should go. So you're holding the torch was or who's holding the torch? What's up to you? You lit it. I lit it. But I Nyla's think someone the only one who definitely needs it. Okay, so, so yeah, I will so be the we'll one put, holding it. I think Nyla should probably go in the middle because you okay. and I both have dark vision. Okay. So, so do you want to go first or you want boots? Yeah, to go I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. So the marching order will be um it'll be uh Thimble first and then it'll be uh uh Nyla. Nyla and then it's going to be boots kind of like bringing up the rear a little bit so you guys kind of like start making your way um down this hallway and uh you come to like a bend in the in the way and then you see so you take the you take the only turn available to you and uh, you kind of like start making your way slowly i imagine down the hallway uh is there yes. anything specific yes. you'd like to do as you make your way like down this hallway uh, let's see. I don't know if there's anything I want to roll for. I guess perception. Seems yeah, like you can make yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah, sure. You guys can make a um, perception check if you'd like. Go ahead. Not natural twenty. Okay. Okay, perception. We are eleven. Okay. Um. Nyla, you're kind of looking around and you're kind of like looking at this walls and because you can't see very far in front of you and you can't see very far back, but you can see your companions on either side of you. So you kind of like start focusing on these walls and you can see as you're walking by what look like murals and etchings into these walls. And uh, some of them are clearer than others and some of them are very hard to see, like they've been faded with time. And there's a couple of instances where you see as you're walking, um, uh, what looks like a, a very large goose in different <clears throat> scenes and settings as you go. Is it a royal goose? It's the royal goose. Sometimes there's like a goose and it, it, in comparison to the other things in these images, this goose is massive. Just absolutely fucking massive. Like there's a scene where it's um, walk, it's by like what looks like a town and it just towers over the buildings and the people. And then there's other instances where um, it looks like the goose is like fighting something and it's in comparison in size with uh, much, much larger creatures. You know, this is very disproportionate for what a normal goose would be like. But you see just different murals that go and they change as you guys walk along. Mm -hmm. Seems to like himself, doesn't he? <laughs> Pimple just scoffs at, at her own joke. <laughs> just... Okay, so you guys, um, as you are like kind of like walking along, at some point, if you look back, like Goots is, she goes from like walking on the floor to like walking up the ceiling, and like sometimes she really inspects like some of these murals and stuff like that, and her method of doing so is just pressing her whole face to it, 
And uh, mm-hmm. as you, as you guys go and like she kind of like starts to walk like by Nyla and maybe like darts a little up closer to Thimble like to look at some of the murals and stuff like that. And uh, she's looking at this one like at one of the particular murals and she's like, ah, this this is a legend I've heard before. And she kind of like presses her whole face to the mural, kind of like <clears throat> staring at it really close. And she's like, ancient, very ancient. And then she licks it. And then, uh, and Thimble and Thimble Definitely looks authentic. Nyla, not really expecting an answer, but does licking it mean anything to you? Uh, no. It's very no. helpful. You should always lick. That's how you know the age. Very old. I knew about licking to tell if it was bone, but because not. You can tell a lot of things depending on what you lick. We'll and you... leave the licking to her. <laughs> and uh, you guys just kind of make your way around some hallways this way and in this manner and like where Boots is just is really it's depending um, and uh, go ahead and uh, Thimble specifically go ahead and make me a perception check please as you guys round some of these bins 22 22 uh, you guys take like these um, hallways are very twisting and turning and getting turned around and uh you guys think if you have to make your way back this exact path, it's going to be a bit of a pain in the ass to do so and to remember exactly where you're going. As these stone walls all, with the exception of like as the murals change as you go, look the same. There's dirt underneath your feet. Like there, a lot of it's run down, faded with time and everything like that. Um, and you come in and so it's a little bit of a surprising as you turn one of the bends and it's a, a little bit more of an open space. Maybe like a, a 20 foot by maybe about 10 foot space as you come up on it and um as you you kind of you're in the front thimble and you kind of hear what sounds like shuffling or at least shifting and uh, you kind of peer into this darkness and uh you can see what looks like a plant with uh vines Ah, kind of like coming up off of it it takes up most of this now like open space and it's tendrils kind of very slowly You notice them shift slightly back and forth, but it's this very large, um, like, green plant. And it, uh, like, the plant has, like, aloe vera-esque leaves, but they kind of, like, extend into, like, these long tendrils that come off, and they're green on the outside and deepen into purple along the center of each leaf. Um, And though they're long and, like, pointed like an aloe vera plant, you notice that they, like, they're capable of bending and swaying, almost as if they're moved by wind that you cannot feel. Mm. And you can tell that the, like, going further down this hallway will require you to, like, slip past this, uh, this creature, this mm-hmm. creature plant thing. It looks like venomous tentacula, only it's not pink. I don't know what that is. You haven't got there in the game yet? I still have not played it. Ugh. More than, like, what we talked about. Damn. I've literally completed my first class, and that was it. <laughs> um, so if you'd like to try and slip by this plant, make me a stealth check, please. You no longer have Pass Without Trace, because Boots dropped it in order to cast her other spell. No fair. No, no fair. No plus ten. No, the, I was like, I was going to say no problem, and that's no fair. fair. <laughs> <laughs> and it and came out as no completely fair. Different. It was kind of like Gruel. Okay. Oh my god. That would be a three. 
A three, okay. Uh, Nyla, what did you get? Oh, right. 30. 30? No plus 10? No. Okay. Um, so as you, you guys, like, start to, you can see that it's moving and it takes up so much of the space. You kind of, like, kind of try to, like, scoot along the edge. And, uh, Nyla, you kind of, like, hold the torch as close to the wall as you can get so it, none of this fire, like, seems to touch this, this weird, slightly shifting plant. Uh, Boots has taken advantage of her ability to crawl and is, like, now, like, on top of the ceiling and is kind of, like, going that way because there's more space because uh, she got a 22. Um, and you, uh, Nyla, just kind of, like, just... Uh, there's these tendrils kind of, like, sift and, like, uh, sway a little bit. You kind of, like, watch them and you kind of, like, time out the pattern and you kind of just, like, dart really quickly between these uh, tendrils. And uh, as you guys are starting to, like, kind of, like, shift by it, um, Thimble... You're you're just you're you're so small, and you're trying so hard to like look at these tendrils that are above you and everything like that. So you don't notice the one that you bump into that's on the ground. Yep. And as soon as you bump into it, it shoots up and like spiral wraps around you, and it's gonna hold you to it. Um, make a strength saving throw. Sure. Great. That would be a seven. Seven. This plant wraps around you and it pulls you up into the air, starting to pull you towards it. Um, and you see, like, at the center of this plant, where some of the leaves part, and like this giant purple, like, plant like Venus flytrap starts to open up. And uh, it starts pulling Thimble towards it. Mm-hmm. Shit. Help! <laughs> Help! It has teeth! Help! Um, Boots will um, jump off of the uh, the the ceiling to try and like grab a hold of uh, Thimble as it's and this plant is like pulling it, pulling you um, towards it. Do uh, can Nyla check and see if uh, if it's afraid of fire because she's got the torch? Uh, you can like push the uh, fire towards it if you'd like. Yeah, Nyla's gonna try and see if it'll burn. If not, uh, she's gonna try and do a uh, what is it? Strike her staff to bludgeon it, see if it'll work. So you, like, pull the fire, like, towards it, and you see some of these tendrils kind of, like, jerk back a little bit uh, away from it. It does seem to, like, not appreciate fire whatsoever. Um, And uh, you kind of, like, start waving it around, and the tendrils around you, like, part as you wave this fire around it. Um, You want to do anything with the fire, or you want to attack it with the staff, or...? Oh, um... I want to draw the the tentacle's attention with the fire. It doesn't seem to pay attention to it like a something focused on it. It's that is you get close to it with the fire, it jerks away from you. Like it goes. That's kind of what I want to do. I want to concentrate the fire in one section, and then with my mm-hmm. staff, just beat the thing that's holding the one that's holding symbol. Okay, so you kind of like are keeping the ones that are around you like away from you as this one is like pulling thimble. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make me um, an attack roll with your staff. 1d6 plus bludgeoning? Or what? Just a, well, you have to 20. roll to hit first. Okay. <laughs> of course. Nat 20. Nat 20. Okay. So you go and you take your staff and you, like, just bring it down really hard on this thing that's holding, um, thimble. So go ahead and roll, um, whatever the dice is. I think you said 1d6. Plus uh, 7 bludgeoning, yeah. Yeah, so go ahead and roll 2d6 instead because you got a nat 20. Six. And then plus seven? Fifteen. Fifteen. So you go 13, ahead and like... Fifteen? 13. Thirteen. Sorry. 
So you go ahead and bring your staff down on this thing, and like you, it kind of almost constricts them a little tighter because of it. It's like flinching against it. You're pissing it off! And like you turn and like you hit it again, and as you bring it down, your staff down, like it, you almost uh, like pin it to the ground, and it just brings uh, the tentacle and the thimble just crashing to the ground. And uh, you, it does. Thimble is thrashing violently. <laughs> it does, it, like it does loosen. Um, so go ahead and roll me a strength saving throw, Thimble. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring the de- the target number that you have to hit down because you're getting help from uh, Nyla, but also Boots is going to try and pull you at the same time. Okay. So. Eleven. Eleven. You get partially out of the vines. Now the Probably vine is just wrapped like, around, like, from... Out to, like, shoulders or something. Yeah, like, your, your arms manage to get, like, popped up out of it, and it's kind of, like, just, like, just below your shoulders down. And it's kind of, like, wiggling around you. Um, and uh, it spots all of you now, so there's gonna be a Great. tendril that's going to come up after uh, Nyla, and another one's gonna count after Boots. So, Nyla, make me a strength saving throw, please. And so boots. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um and uh, boots rolled a natural twenty for once I have to like one of these tendrils starts to like go and like wrap around boots, but it like grabs her tail and she hisses and jumps and like kind of jumps away from it. <laughs> and uh kinda like swats at Very it with fat. her own tail. And uh but Nyla, it does come and it does wrap around you and you feel like one of these things uh wrap around you as well. She did not hit the target number. Uh, so now two of Nyla's you are, not, not, not Yeah, now two of you are grappled in this. Um and uh Boots is out of the she's not grappled yet, so she's going to turn and she's going to like look at this thing and she's just like Okay weird creepy creepy plant thing not having this and uh she's going to turn and uh looking at this plant she's going to cast guiding bolt and you see uh boots like pull up her her staff and there's like little trinkets and things hanging off of it and she kind of like jangles them until they move and then like because as like they're kind of switching around until she finds the one that she likes and uh then she goes and then she slams it into the ground and as she, as she slams it into the ground like this light just explodes from this staff pretty much just mm-hmm. making all of you blink a lot after being in so much darkness um and she will roll to attack the plants and make it into the little box um and with a 18 she hit like hits this thing and like magic just darts right out of her uh staff and she's going to hit this thing for 5d6 and she does um 16 points of damage to the uh uh, like the center of this thing and it, it recoils and a lot of its little tentacles like kind of like shrink in and like pull themselves closer uh, to the, like the main body part of this uh, of this um, plant and you will both have advantage to try and get out when you make your strength saving throws so on that note both of you make strength saving throws for me um could Thimble try and bite this thing to get it to let her go yeah I'll um it's 1d4 yeah, sure. Go ahead and roll your d4 for me as you, uh, and then roll a um, strength saving throw. Okay. So we got a 4 on mm-hmm. the d- 1d4. 
Okay. And then strength, we have five. It's five. Okay. Strength, so you do uh, 22 for me. 22. Uh, Nyla, you kind of like focus yourself for a minute and then you just, at, at just all at once, you just push your whole body and you're like your limbs as far away from you as you can and like the uh, plant is forced to let go of you and you kind of like drop down out of it. Uh, and you see like Thimble has done like a lot of damage to her uh, tentacle and like it's now like dropped down a little lower so it's mostly just wrapped around her legs and you Thimble you've kind of like fallen over a little and uh, but you have your hands and your whole like from the waist up free mm-hmm. okay um, is there anything specific you would like to do um, if you want to try and get out again uh, you can you still have advantage if you'd like to try it or Nyla, um, is there anything you would like to do? Yeah, Nyla is going to try and slice at the tentacle holding boots with a dagger. Uh, only Thimble is in a in a tentacle. Sorry. Nyla's going to try and cut the tentacle holding Thimble. <laughs> okay, Too many so go days. ahead and make me an attack roll against this thing. Eight. Eight. Uh, so you, it, like, you try to like stab down on it and it kind of wiggles itself around. Um, Boots is going to do a strength check just to try and straight pull um, Thimble out. Yeah, she doesn't. It's a two. Um, but uh, yeah, you're, you're stuck in this plant. Is it's it's trying so hard to like pull you closer and closer to the main body part of it. Um, um can uh, Thimble whack it with her quarterstaff? Sure. Go just... ahead and make me an attack roll uh, because it, it really can't. Like, you are wrapped in it, so, like, if you just want to, like, whack in the parts that have you, you can do it with yeah. advantage. Okay, yep, that's what, yeah, I'm going for, just like on my feet. Okay, so it's 1d6 for the quarterstaff. Mm-hmm. Um, oop, and that was a 5. Did you roll to hit it? Let me, sorry. So, 5 <laughs> quarterstaff, and 16 to hit. Yeah. So you do hit it, and you do five points of damage with it, and you just, like, bring your staff down onto it, and you kind of, like, break apart this, uh, this tendril, and all at once, like, it kind of seizes against your legs, and then it just lets go of you, and you kind of- And I scramble the fuck away with all my mousy speed, and uh, And I'm gonna be up against the wall, kind of, like, Yeah, you kind of, like, dart a little ways down the hallway, so it, like, it doesn't come, like, near you and everything like that. Mm. And, I feel uh, like this would be the perfect time for Freddy to wake up and be and just out of nowhere just say, Well, that took you long enough. <laughs> uh yeah, Freddy, you can like as you guys dart down the hallway, because like um boots will follow after Thimble. And uh, Nyla, do you also go down the yes. hallway? You guys kinda like slip into the next like open space and uh Boots is just kind of like, Well, this is already proving to be entertaining. Entertaining, she says. Right. Are we going forward or anybody? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Boots is going to climb up the wall and then climb up the ceiling, climb down the other side of the wall, and get back on the floor. Did you see anything interesting up there? Rocks. Interesting. Okay. Lila rolls her eyes. And, and Boots and, ignores you. And Thimble doesn't even doesn't try to stop her because she was going to do the same. <laughs> but lead on, Catwoman. All right, uh, you guys come into a uh, a juncture where you can turn left or right. Which way would you like to go? When in doubt, go left. Okay. <laughs> That's not one I've heard before, but we'll do it. <laughs> you guys start slipping down the hallway. Are you still keeping the same marching order? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so you guys start slipping down the down the hallway, and uh, you hear like some 
weird, like, crunching noises at times, and you kind of hear, uh, like, some other, like, strange creaking noises every once in a while. But you guys, overall, uh, make sure you're kind of, like, keeping yourselves in, like, a safe space, and just kind of start slipping down the, uh, down the hallway. Um, it takes you guys a little while as you twist and turn the hallways just never seem to end and, and you take like turn after turn after turn and you're getting really discombobulated at this point of trying to figure out where you're going and like where you are in relation to where you've been and uh, it's very it's very disorienting and you guys just like nothing has really changed you guys are just constantly going in twists and turns and left and right and you feel like you've just been walking forever and um, you come into like this weird hallway that has like these pieces of wall that are just kind of like sticking out of it and you, it which is really weird because it makes you like slightly zigzag as you walk down this hallway mm -hmm. um and uh, do you give me perception checks nat 20 nat 20 13 13 so it's uh, sorry it's nat 20 plus my plus six so it's 26 26 okay um boots got a 17 and uh you kind of like hear her like come and actually stand on the ground uh like behind you guys and uh but thimble as you're walking along you and you're zigzagging along you notice as you come along and you turn a corner there is a very ornate looking but very out of place looking uh, door directly in front of you and at first glance you can tell as you stare at this door it has no hinges no keyholes and no doorknobs but above the door you can Excellent. see inscribed in like many different languages um, is the words go back then forth you shall go go back then forth you shall go and you've encountered your first real puzzle. Go back. And it, the door is the only... Like, there's no other way to go but through this... What you assume is through this door. Go back and force the shell. Is there any go. interesting spellings in the puzzle? Or is it just fourth, like, F-O-R-T-H? Mm -hmm. Is it possible? Okay. Can... I think it's called a thieves chant? These okay, candles are the language. These can oh, okay, it's a language. Never mind. Um, go forth. Go back and forth, he shall go. Nyla is going to just, like, her. she's going to lean on her staff with one foot, just thumper tapping. Okay. She's thinking. Um, can. I know there's no hinges, knobs, or keyholes or anything, mm -hmm. but can. Uh, Thimble kind of do an investigation check or something to see sure. if there's anything else she can notice. Sure. Go ahead and roll me an investigation okay. check. Non-natural 20. Okay. As you get, like, up close to this door and, like, you kind of, like, you're, like, searching over it and everything like that. It's very ornate. It's mm -hmm. nicer than anything else you've seen in here. It's made out of, like, a very solid metal. Like, you kind of knock on it. You can tell it's a very thick-sounding door. Um, you can tell where it has, like, seams. And that's really mm -hmm. what gives it the definition of that there is a door there. Um, but, like, you kind of, like, push on it and everything like that. And it's it's very solid. There's no markings on the door itself. 
but you also notice as you look at the ground, there's no scrape marks on the ground either no of where, like, the marks. door would open or close. Alright, so as Thimble is inspecting, you hear the thumping of Nyla's boots stop. Mm-hmm. Or Nyla's feet. And Thimble just sees her walking backwards to the door. Like, back. Are you walking backwards into the door? Yes. And Thimble's going to clear the space for that one. Okay. Uh, so you see... Just so you, uh, she doesn't walk on her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, valid. that's a valid concern. Um, so, Nyla, you turn around and you kind of, like, walk backwards uh, to the door and Thimble, as you're standing, like, right there next to her, you watch as Thimble, or, or uh, Nyla walks what should be into the door and, like, hit it, but she just passes through it and vanishes on the other side. Well, shit! And so, um... Now, can can Nyla put her arm through and, like, just kind of be, like, back in? No. Because that's going forward. Okay. That's fair. It's going forward. Okay. So, uh, Thimble says, went in cholt. (laughs) (laughs) And proceeds to do the same. Okay. And, uh, so you turn backwards and you, like, walk backwards through this, uh, through this door. And you pop out on the other side. And uh, okay. a second later, there's like there's like a slight pause, and then all of a sudden, you just boots comes flying backwards through the like, <laughs> door, just ran and just threw herself backwards through the door, and she kind of like Cascals skids backwards. and like rolls and like comes back up on all fours. She's like, ah, that was fun. Let's do it again." And she starts to try to go back through it and just hits the door. She's like, uh-huh. "Ah, tricky, oh, so tricky it's, door. it's a." Did she go backwards through the door, or she launched she... herself backwards? No, 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 no. Oh, she's she trying to go back to the other side. Oh. Okay. Uh, trying to do it again, and she did not go anywhere. Well, she that did. does make Thimble a little just because so, Thimble's trying to plan her way back out. Yeah, is that that any... way back out is gone? Right. Is there any corresponding little riddles on this side of the door, or is it just a done deal on this? Roll side? me either a. Um, perception check or an investigation check as you look we're at gonna do investigation check because i have just a little more okay good thing i said that 13 13 okay um ah. this door is just as like smooth as the other side there's no hinges handles or anything else mm-hmm. but there is nothing written on this side of the door nyla is going to try and do the exact same thing to get to the other side like just walk backwards see if it'll okay. do anything as you walk backwards this time you hit the door. Like you're All right, so that's that. <laughs> and uh, Boots will kind of look at you and say, well, the creepy, creepy skeleton man did say we had to find the keys to be free. So maybe it's we can't leave. Boots. Yes. You didn't happen to see any pick, you know, drawings of colorful keys in your inspections and lickings of the walls, did you? Yeah, all over the place. Okay. Okay. Didn't think you'd mention that. Why? We knew we needed them. <sighs> Never mind. I, it seems kind of stupid to tell you things you already knew. Okay. Were there like, pats you on the head with her tail as she goes like, "It's okay. You're learning." <sighs> so there's this little space just on the other side of the door. I can see there's like a little walkway. That's true. Um, can we? How do we feel about going in there? Could there be something valuable in there? You want to venture, like, towards the 
the right yeah. one, that little hallway. Okay, so yeah. you, you take a moment just to like kind of slip down and see what's uh, what's going on down this little hallway. Um, it's not very long, um, and mm -hmm. uh, it comes to a very a very quick like dead end basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can tell it goes back kind of like in the direction that you guys were in. Mm -hmm. um, but roll me a perception check while you're down there. That just kept rolling. Uh, non natural twenty. Twenty five. A twenty five. Okay. And a non natural twenty. Um, there is a, there's nothing else in here except for in the corner, you see like a little, kind of like a little brown bag. Um, it's, it's probably, I don't know, like five inches by like maybe seven inches. And it's just kind of like brown and made of like a rough cloth material, just kind of sitting in the corner. Definitely want to investigate this. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, give me an investigation check, please, as you kind of like go poke around. 23. 15. And uh, 23, so you, you kind of like looking at this, um, and you kind of notice uh, that it gives off a very, very faint, like, magical order, or, like, aura. And uh, you kind of like pick it up, and you like, maybe you like, you open it a little as you as you look at it, because you can feel like what has almost like sand in it. And, uh, <laughs> as but as you look into it, and you're kind of like staring at it, you realize that it's dust, it's magical dust, and uh, if this is a bag of the dust of sneezing and choking, and if you take it and throw it at somebody, uh, it has specific magical effects of sneezing. Dust okay. of sneezing and choking. Yes. Thimble will tie that shit back up, and she will add it to her belt. Okay. Um, would you guys like to continue like down the hallway? Yes, please. As you, like, as you guys have come back from that little short jaunt in the hallway, Boots has, like, been, like, staring at some of, like, the depictions on the wall. And you notice, like, they've changed a little. Um, but it still depicts, uh, like, a goose. But now, like, there's, like, multiple geese and doing, like, different things. And, and as you Smaller kind of, like, geese, I'm assuming. Yeah, there's big. some smaller geese, you know. And none of them are as big as, like, that one, like, major what seems to be important goose and all that so mm -hmm. you kind of like start twisting and turning like down some more hallways and uh as as you kind of like travel <coughs> down and uh, thimble's gonna um she's gonna ask that boots um because mm -hmm. she is taller than thimble okay. um if she sees any inscriptions that thimble might not see because she's so low Mm -hmm. uh, regarding any keys, she's gonna say, "Boots, can you uh, flag us if you see any inscriptions regarding the keys, please?" Sure. It's interesting. There aren't any actual words on any of these walls. It's all images. There okay. isn't any kind of markings that indicate any kind of a language. There's no repetitiveness. They they change at least in some way. There's a couple of like repeat general ideas, like a goose okay. in a town, a goose fighting something, but they're always at least slightly different. You wouldn't happen to ha have seen a goose fighting with a red cape, did you? A goose fighting with a what? A red cape. No, I haven't seen any geese. The only geese I see are the stone ones that kind of like decorate this temple complex. I meant That's the a ones... No. That's it's a no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So you're walking through the um, these hallways, and everyone, roll me an acrobatics check, please. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Twenty-four. 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 Twenty-four.
21. 27. Okay. Uh, you guys are walking down the, the hallway, and it starts to twist and turn in, like, this very zigzag motion. And uh, at one point, as you guys are, like, stepping through this this hallway, and you've, like, you've taken a turn, you've taken another turn, you guys are very, like, careful and everything like that. And then, like, Boots, at one point, comes off of the wall and steps onto the ground, and you hear what sounds like a clicking sound and, like, oh, no. a a like faint like stone on stone rumbling noise and you all kind of turn and look at boots and where one of her like her feet have landed a stone has indented itself into the ground and uh you hear like this sudden horrible whirling noise as chainsaw or like these like circular blades have just sprung out from the walls Uh, and you just hear like this horrible whirling noise as you guys all have to make me Dexterity uh, saving throws to dodge out of the way, or you're gonna get hit by some saw blades. Dexterity saving throws. Oh, cool. Fifteen. Fifteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Um, for uh, Thimble, this first one that like bursts out of the wall, like bursts out like over your head, so like it misses you. Uh, Nyla, you hear it like turn like from behind you, and just instinctively you like jerk yourself forward a little bit. One comes up out of the wall very close to where Boots is and kind of, like, gets her in the side as she was wholly unexpecting that. And it will do four points of damage to her. And she, you hear, like, a cat hiss. And and she jumps out of the way. um, Mm. And you are in a hallway filled with just these circular saws. And uh, you can continue to move through the hallway, but you're going to have to make dexterity saving throws for every ten feet of movement that you move. Um, Thimble, you have Shit. you have 30 feet that you need to travel, so you'll have to make me three dexterity saving throws um, as you want to dart through there. Um, Nyla, you're a little further back, and you're going, you'll have, it's 35 feet, so I'll make you make me four of them, but make the last one with advantage. Last and one with advantage. Yeah, and then uh, Boots is also 40 feet, so she'll make four as well, but with no advantage. Damn. Okay, I got 14, 17, and 11. Okay. Not 20, not 20, 15. Jesus. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Crap. Nyla, as you're going through here, um, you said nat 20, nat 20, and there's another one. You need to make me one more. There's four for you. Oh, four. Uh, and 15. 15. I got two 15s, and I rolled the last one at disadvantage. At you advantage, sorry. You two 20s and two 15s, or what the fuck are the odds of that? Like, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so, Nyla, like, you see these saws, and, like, just, it's so much, like, practicing, like, dodging things back in the monastery. And you see, like, a, start to see a pattern emerge from these uh, blades as they come up out of the wall. And you just hop up. And as one of these blades comes out, you kind of like land on it and use it as like a pushing off point and just pop, pop, pop from the tops of each blade. And as you like flip and you land out of the blade area, completely unscathed. Um, and uh, like- There's not know, even a smirk on her face because this is what she's good at. Yeah. Like you, as you land like on one like foot, your staff is directly in front of you and just completely- focused and zen as you land and you mm-hmm. watch as your companions like kind of like dart around the other side um uh her thimble, foot starts you... to tap again because now she's getting impatient because you know little patience 
uh, Thimble, you turn and like you start to duck under one, and like one comes out at a much closer like to your height range, and like kind of like scrapes against your arm, and then uh, you duck under another one, and just as you're like trying to dive out of the way, another one catches you just inside, and you have to like jerk yourself to the side to get uh, avoid getting cut any deeper, and you are Shit. going to take two d six damage, but I rolled really low. So you're only going to take four points of damage for those. Okay. Like I rolled so. real low for those. Um, and Boots is also, Boots is going to take six points of damage as she kind of like, she jumps on the wall to avoid one and then like jumps from to another wall to avoid the other one. But as she does that one comes out of the wall and like kind of scrapes along like her arm. And uh, she kind of like just flings herself like the rest of like the 10 feet uh, down this. Uh, hallway, and you guys have made it through there, though a little, a little worse for wear for some of you. And uh, you, some of you are a little scraped, some of you are a little bruised and, and and bloody as you like land on the other side. And as soon as you clear that space, the blades retract back into the wall and stop. Hmm. So Thimble's gonna just take a second to wrap up the little cut on her arm with a okay. little length of cloth. Just because we don't need to be bleeding everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Boots uh, will let's... turn and she'll be like, I wasn't expecting the walls to be dangerous. And she kind of like makes sure she's like firmly got all of her, her feet and her tail like on the ground. <laughs> uh, you guys spend a while more twisting, more turning. It's It feels like you walk for hours, just hours and hours of just hallway after twisting hallway. There aren't a lot of options on where to go. Like, you guys should stay left as you're walking and everything like that. Um, but for the most part, it's just twisting hallway after twisting hallway. You get the vague sensation. Um, you're going up slightly after a while, but uh, it's very, very faint at any given point. Um, Lovely. And, and uh, you continue to see murals and things like that. You do start to notice, like, a, a repetitive pattern of, like, the goose doing similar things over and over, defeating a, a monster, going to a town, you know, like you notice it interacting with like different creatures and stuff like that. The scenes are all very similar, but just different enough that you know they're not the same. So mm. you think it's depicting like a perhaps a long, maybe repetitive history in some ways, or perhaps even rituals. And Boots, is, as you guys go, will kind of like theorize out loud to herself about like, well, maybe it was, like, different generations of goose, or maybe it was just, like, it's the same goose, but it has to do, like, perform these rituals over and over again. And just, like, different, sometimes totally coherent, sometimes not at all, just, like, different theories as, as she kind of goes along. And every once in a while, you'll notice her stop, like, lick a rock or, like, get really close to it, like, scrape her nail on it a little bit, and then just, like, go to another one and do the same thing and just repeat the pattern all over again. And, uh, but as you guys come down, like, this uh, very long, you come down a very, uh, long corridor, and it just seems to go straight for a very, very long time. That's a little strange to you guys. But eventually you come to one of your first, like, T-junctures, mm -hmm. um, that you've come by in, in at least a couple hours. And, uh, one leads forward and the other one leads towards the right. Which way do you want to go? Hmm... Left or right? Let's see. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm looking at how much 
black spaces above and how much black <laughs> spaces to the right. Mm. Uh, I vote forward. You? Forward? Tally ho! <laughs> Tally ho! Tally ho! Alrighty. So you guys start like walking forward and it becomes once again a very large series of twists and turns and mazes and uh, it, it's for about 20 to 30 minutes of, of just walking and not really encountering anything until you come face to face with this like very large statue and it's a what looks like a, a stone like it would be a suit of armor but it is made of stone and uh which is this thing over here yeah. mm-hmm. um and uh it's it's built into this wall where there's a junction you can see like the hallway kind of like keeps going mm-hmm. past it but it's very like this this suit of armor is built in stone into in this juncture mm-hmm. and it's taking up the space like you can see like through like where the armor is like slightly moving like not moving but like the gaps in like the armor in the negative space there's another hallway past it however okay. um it is just directly in the middle of this hallway blocking their way it can is nyla, more can nyla do i guess a perception check and see if she can figure or determine how heavy it is sure go ahead give me a perception check 23 23 um this thing is about five feet wide and about ten feet tall made of solid stone. So you'd estimate at least a couple hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Nala, Nala, Nyla is going to try and pull it? Pull it? Okay. Because she can get her arms around it, maybe? Well, she can push, drag, or lift 300 pounds. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> what part of it? Like, it's a suit of armor and it's standing there. It has a sword kind of like out in front of it in one hand but the other hand is down. Um, what part of it are you going to try and pull at? Nyla's going to try and pull, like, she's going to wrap around, like, I guess the, the arm. Uh-huh. Because they got an anchor on it, and, like, just try and push it away from the wall. And if that doesn't okay. work, she's going to try and push it the other, like, direction. Like, like okay. the way that it's blocking. Okay. Um, you can move 300 pounds, so give me a strength check with, um, advantage. 14. 14. Um, you kind of, like, plant your feet, like, maybe even one against, like, part of the stone armor, trying to, like, see if any of it moves. And, uh, you just fully crack off that arm holding the sword, and it, like, (laughs) flings out. And you kind of, like, stumble backwards in the process. And when you do, you see the stone head of the armor move, (laughs) stare at you, and make me a constitution saving throw as it just its mouth opens and a whole bunch of dust just flies right at you. Ten? Uh, you get covered in like this dust and you start coughing and like start waving your hand around and you just keep coughing and coughing and uh, for the next uh, two hours you will have disadvantage on constitution saving throws. Great. Okay. Does everybody um, have the disadvantage because we're all in the hallway or? No. Just her. her. It just got her. Um, but you have managed to make a bit more of a gap between the stone armor and uh, this wall. You could make um, either a dexterity check or an acrobatics check to see if you can climb past it if you would like. 
Kit, maybe, um, maybe Thimble should try, since it's a smaller space, see if she can get through. Sure. Um, with the sword down, um, and, like, the arm gone, there's a lot of space, like, up higher. It's mm-hmm. tall, like, at the, like, five-plus-foot mark. Um, mm-hmm. so Boots will offer, she's like, I can pick you up, and I could probably drop you on the other side if you'd like. Sure, let's do that. Nyla got okay. a 21 acrobatics. Okay. Um, Boots kind of, like, climbs up to the ceiling where there's more of a gap, like, around, like, the helmet space and everything like that. And she kind of, like, uh, just grabs uh, Thimble as she goes, and you kind of, like, ride on her back as she, like, climbs up this mm-hmm. wall. And then she kind of, like, extends her, like, arm down, and you can just kind of, like, uh, hang from her arm and then just drop down to the ground on the other side. Um, Nyla, you kind of, like, take a moment, and, like, uh, Boots will kind of, like, Boots could say 22 for acrobatics, and she kind of, like, uh, goes up on the ceiling and kind of, like, goes upside down and kind of, like, slips past where the helmet is. Uh, Nyla, you back up a few feet and you run forward towards this armor and, like, you kick off one side of the wall and, like, kind of jump up higher, hitting the other side of the wall and then just kind of, like, just bounce yourself right past where this new opening that you just made mm-hmm. is and you slip through into the other side. And you guys are Sweet. now in the other part of this way. Uh, so Nyla kind of- just coughing along up. <laughs> uh-huh, you are coughing for, like, oh, even as, like, the, the main part of the coughing kind of, like, dies down, uh, every once in a while you guys just hear her, like, let out, like, a cough. So just like Ani. Like usually me. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of, like, start maneuvering your way around and down these hallways. You walk for maybe, like, another 20 minutes or so. Um, you see two, like, hall spaces consecutively. Um one going to the right, and then there's another hallway right next to that that also goes towards the right. Um, and so you can pick where you would like to go down. Well, you're in the lead, Thimble. Can I, I don't know, maybe like kind of go right up to the doorway of both and like. Yeah, if you want to give me. Do a vibe check? <laughs> uh, there's no like door, but like the open space. Right, yep, yep, yep. Um, mm-hmm. You can give me a perception check twice. Okay. First one is 10. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, 10 plus 6, so it's 16. Okay. Second one is 10 plus 6, which is 11. Okay. Um, no, you 13. are 13. 13. You kind of like. Don't judge me, me, listeners. You're good. I am not a math major. Uh, you kind of look, look down the first hallway and see it very quickly comes to a uh, dead end. You don't see anything strange or weird. It's just a, uh, a hallway that leads to nowhere. Um, the next hallway you can see does go further. It mm-hmm. starts to curve around. So you can tell the second hallway starts to move. And, like, okay. Or not move, but like it starts, there's more space that way. Okay. Um, so you yeah, guys this can... first one's a dead end. You want to go the rest of the way? Yeah. Everybody else? Okay. We go on. Uh, Boots nods and like follows behind you guys. You start making your way down. Um, you kind of like come down and like slip around like this hallway and everything like that and it kind of it as you get to like almost a dead end space it uh, just only now goes to the left um okay. would you guys like to go down the hallway yes mm-hmm. um so you guys go down the uh, hallway with thimble in the lead and uh you very very quickly come upon uh, a dead end however at this dead end is a skeleton Oh boy, they've been so much fun before. And uh, 
Uh, Boots kind of like comes up beside you, and uh, she will make an investigation check. Nice. Very nice. Uh, 18 plus 4, so she gets a 22. And uh, she kind of like, you see Boots kind of like go over and start like examining the bones and like some of the things that are like, of the things that are on this person. And uh, she kind of like starts digging through some of it a little bit. And uh, she's like, well, this is very, very old. I'd almost estimate as old as this temple itself. And uh, she kind of like digs around and like moves some of the bones around a, a little bit. And she like, you see like her start like throw a, a random piece of bone like away. Or she'll like pick up a piece of cloth and kind of like drop that and throw that away too. Um, but as she kind of digging around, she pulls out what looks like a, 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 a like this odd colored bag. And uh, she kind of jingles it and like holds it up to her uh, ear and you can hear it jingle just a little bit. And uh, she has found a bag of tricks, which is a magical mm-hmm. item. All right. Yeah. And she says, ooh, interesting. <laughs> and uh, and uh, like she kind of shows it to you guys and she says, it's very, very old, so there could be some very interesting tricks inside of it. And she kind of like shakes it really hard. And she's like, mm, yes, this will yep. do. She's like, an artifact of interesting proportions. Oh no. Thimble's and... a little, a little impressed, a little scared. You know, the usual. The usual. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, you see that Boots kind of like tucks it away and she's, she spends a few minutes like examining like the bones and everything like that. And she says, it's very interesting to find humanoids here. There aren't uh, any other humanoids depicted in these murals besides what look like townspeople. Mm-hmm. So maybe whoever built this place was a humanoid and they may have worshipped the goose. It's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Nyla has gone backwards, because dead end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Nyla, you've kind of, like, started making your way, like, by yourself, backwards. Yep. And, uh, probably have made it, like, a little ways, and then the other two notice that you've kind of, uh, like, <laughs> disappeared. You've disappeared a little. And, uh, you've made it, like, back to the stone armor, and maybe, like, five to ten minutes later, uh, your companions kind of show up, and, uh, um, Boots is just kind of, like, showing Thimble the different, uh, the, the different like stitching like on this bag that she just found and just like giving her like a little history lesson of like why the stitching is the way it is and like probably something that's really boring unless you're super interested in like the history of like cloth and stuff like that <laughs> but, but with the bimbo kind of make stuff she's yeah. actually kind of interested but she doesn't want to make boots think she's too interested because then this, she feels it will turn into a dissertation <laughs> Pretty much. There's like there's a lot of like discussing and you're you're kinda surprised at how much Boots seems to know, like, about these things. And uh, like sometimes it it does sound like she could not tell you left or from right. But then sometimes she's mm-hmm. just like very detailed when she speaks about some of these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys have made it back to the stone um, armor. Are you gonna do the same thing to try and get past it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonna hop okay. right past it. Yep, so I won't make you guys roll for it this time because you, you've already done it once and you pop back on the other side of the uh, of the armor and you start making your way back towards that uh, hallway you guys were at before. Mm-hmm. Um, and you pretty much come directly back to that juncture and uh, I'm assuming you're going to go 
to the right, since it's pretty much the bottom <laughs> of going back. All right. So you guys kind of, like, start to make your way down this new hallway uh, towards the right. And uh, it's very... Um, and at some point after hours, you will have to relight, like, a new torch, by the way. So, like, right. Oh, start, yeah. Uh, you guys have enough torches between you. You don't really have to keep track of that too much, but you'll have to... At... Uh, you're probably on, like, your third torch at this point, and you've been walking through here for maybe about six hours. Um, Damn, we've been there that long? Yeah, it, it's taking you guys a long time to just, like, get through this space. Um, as you guys, you're walking through, uh, everybody give me a perception check with disadvantage. Disadvantage, Thirteen. Thirteen. So, um, you guys kind of, like, start walking down this hallway, and you don't really, you don't really notice anything. Um, it's, it's still dark, it's still strange, it's still a little interesting, um, but it's a hallway, you know, the space has gotten a little wider, it's now probably about 10, 15 feet as you're kind of, like, moving through it. Um, everyone's going to make me a constitution saving throw, and making note that Nyla has disadvantage. 13. 14. 13, 14. Um, Boots got a uh, 19. So as you guys are kind of like moving through here, you feel like you're just, you're walking and you're walking and you're walking. And it's, it's particularly interesting for Nyla who is holding the torch. And like, as you're, and your vision is very limited and it's like you kind of turn in one direction, Nyla, and you turn back to look towards where Thimble should be. And Thimble's not there anymore. And then you turn around and Boots isn't there anymore. And you, uh, Thimble, you experience something very similar as you're walking, you're in front, and like the sounds of your companions are just, starts to fade. Mm -hmm. And almost like, it fades so slowly you almost don't notice it at first, but when you turn around, you realize you're submerged in like complete darkness because that torchlight is gone. And as you're looking around, you're trying to like, you know, figure out what's going on and where where you are. Mm -hmm. um, you notice that you're no longer in a chamber or in a room. It, it doesn't look the same, at least. The walls are so far apart, you have a hard time seeing them. You have the faintest, faintest sense that they're there. This is happening to both of you. Um, and you have the faintest sense that they're there, and you look around, and Thimble, you hear what sounds like a, a stomp, and then another stomp. And you hear something moving down the hallway from you. And while that's happening, uh, Nyla, you, you've got the sense that there's this, these walls around you, but even with the torch, you can't really see them, but you know there's a forward and a backwards. And you hear, as you're just kind of standing there, you hear this just low, like low rumbling noise. And you can tell it's coming from behind you. And uh, back with Thimble, you hear the stomping coming in your direction. It's getting louder and louder, but you can't see anything. You don't know what's there. And you, you can tell it's coming faster. And it's coming faster and it's coming towards you. What would you like to do? Um, let's see. What would I like to do? Um, do do do. I'm going to 
cast, I have a level two spell. Okay. Um, of invisibility. Okay. On myself. Okay. So whatever it is, cannot see me. Okay. Make sure you mark off your spell slot for that. Mm -hmm. Um, and as you're standing there and you like make yourself invisible and, uh, these footsteps are getting louder and louder and coming like bursting out of the darkness. Mm -hmm. is the largest goose you've ever seen. And it takes, up, it takes up all of the space in this hallway. Its feet are at least, each foot is 10 feet wide. Oh, and it, it's Lord. stomping like in this space. And these walls, you can't really see them, but you can see just the faint edges of where its wings are kind of like pressed into itself. And you feel like it's taking up this whole space. This goose must be at least 25 feet tall, and it's barreling down this hallway at you. And it is taking up all of the space in this hallway as it runs right in your direction. Mm -hmm. what, what would you like to do? Um, well, um, I'm going to... What I want to do is I'm going to... I know he's got most of the space, but I feel like there's a chance that I can run between his legs and okay. out behind him as he passes me. Okay. Um, I will make you make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage if you want to try and get, like, on the other side of him. If you fail, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get stepped on by a giant 20-foot-tall goose. Okay, don't fail. <laughs> Shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Help the mouse. Help the mouse. Ooh! It's an 18 plus my dexterity saving throw is plus 3. Is that at disadvantage? Oh, shit. Sorry. Okay, that was one. Sorry. Sorry. I was You're focused good. on the not failing. Let's see. Ah! Okay. <laughs> oh, seven. Seven. As you just, like, you're trying to figure out where to go so that this goose doesn't step on you. And, like, you start to, like, try and dart past it. But as you go, like, its foot comes up and connects with you. And you go flying backwards down this hallway. Um, going in the direction that it is going. And you kind of, like, tumble and, like, kind of, like, hit some walls and stuff what? like that. Um, you're going to take ten points of damage for getting kicked by a giant goose. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you get flung further and further, like, down the hallway, and you, this goose is still coming in your direction, and you hear it go, ah! <laughs> just sounding so angry. Mm -hmm. And while that's happening to you, Nyla, you hear, like, a low rumbling sound and it's getting louder and closer to you and you can feel something is shifting the ground as it walks and whatever it is is very very heavy and uh, you can tell or like there's you get the faint sense that there's like a bend maybe <clears throat> down the hall but as you've got like your uh, torch in front of you and you turn around and just the head of this gigantic massive goose just starts to come and turn down the hallway in the where the bend of this hall is and it spots you and you make eye contact with it and it opens its giant beak and just makes this loud roaring sound at you and it rises itself up and its head keeps going up and up and up until it's like 25 feet tall and it starts turning and running towards you what would you like to do <sighs> i have a couple ideas okay Either I want her to go running towards this giant goose maw and use her staff of striking, mm -hmm. or she's gonna go full zen, 
use one key point and do use your flurry of blows. So either way, you're gonna attack it. Yeah. Okay. Which would you like to do? I think I'm gonna go with flurry of blows. Okay. So you're going to um, attack this creature. So go ahead and start rolling me your attacks. Okay. So, is she at Not disadvantage? Okay. Is she at disadvantage? No, it's it's running uh, at her, and she's running at. But, uh, but I thought the coughing thing. No, the Constitution saving throw. Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. You're good. Uh, so you got an at twenty the first time. Okay. Um, so you go ahead and you can roll me the damage, doubling the damage dice for that one. Nine. Oh, doubling it? Sorry. Uh, doubling 18. your damage dice. Did you roll, you roll dice for that? Yeah, Flurry of Blows is 1d6 plus four, 4 bludgeoning. Okay, so it'd be 2d6 plus 4. 2d6 plus okay. Nine. Okay. Still so you, do, you go and you, um, you take your staff, like you hit this goose, and uh, your staff just goes and it passes right and you kind of like pause for a moment and you're like okay and then when this goose like is standing there very close to you and you feel when it steps down there it is somehow corporeal but yet somehow also not because the ground shakes when it steps down (coughs) and uh your your weapon attack just goes right through it so nyla is now no longer fearing for her life because this is some kind of hologram or something. Uh, it's if it you're gonna if you're gonna stand there. Properties. Yeah, it has some physical properties. Yeah. As you're, uh, as you're standing there, are you going to do anything else with it or to it? Um, I, I want to roll a stealth check and see if I can just dodge behind it. You can make a dexterity saving throw, like okay, uh, Aaron did, with disadvantage. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, so you jump, like, and you try to dodge past this thing, and you start running, maybe, do you want to run down the hallway away from it? Or do you want to just, like, get behind it? Get behind it. I just want to run, it? like, I'm running towards it, so. Okay. And you turn, and, like, as you, like, kind of, like, dodge behind it, and you turn around and, uh, to look at it. And this goose is running in the direction what should be away from you, but you notice it's not moving away from you at the same time. And I'm going to have both of you make me constitution saving throws, please. <clears throat> and make yours with disadvantage, uh, Ani, because of the uh, dust. Three. Fifteen. Three? Fifteen? Um, back with Thimble, you just totally got walloped by this goose. And as you, <laughs> like, you are rolling after like having been just fully like walloped with this thing. And you, you kind of like are rolling on the floor, like as you hit the ground, mm-hmm. and you start to come up. And as you look up, this gigantic goose is just about to run right over you. And as it, re- like you see this giant ten foot foot just come down right on top of you, and what should just feel like instant death, it just vanishes, and you are back <laughs> in simple kind of. <laughs> However, uh, I want you to roll me a. Uh, you are stand. You are standing now, but I want you to roll me a D four. Okay. Two. Two. Okay. Um, it is 
completely dark. And you cannot really see much of anything. Um, you do see, like, uh, just, like, faint flickers of light, but you are surrounded by this, like, purple miasma smoke. And it's just swirling okay. all over around you. Um, and uh, would you like to try and, like, walk forward or, like, walk anywhere? Uh, yeah. I would, I would, um, definitely want to try and figure out where the heck I am. So let's, okay. let's walk. Okay, as you walk forward, um, in the, uh, dice roll of the d4, it decided which direction that would be in. Um, so you kind of start walking, uh, what is forward through this hallway. Um, and go ahead and make me a perception check. 24. 24. You step into, like, some of the space. You have a really hard time seeing. You can barely tell where there's any walls. And as you step into, um, you can tell, like, there's a wall, like, right to your left. And as you step next to it, you hear a faint clicking sound. And <laughs> just as you hear that, I want to make <coughs> a dexterity saving throw, please. Sure. 15. 15. You jerk backwards after hearing this clicking sound just as like this giant crossbow bolt just shoots directly in front of your face and embeds itself in the wall that's right in front of you ah hell no and uh um for nyla we'll go back to nyla for a moment you turn and like you're facing this goose and it is running but it's not moving away from you right and you get like the sense it's almost like it's replaying itself over and over and yeah over. like it's supposed to be doing something but isn't and uh so now you are in like this space and you hear this strange like rumbling noise coming from behind you and you turn around and once again there is a goose head the same level and that same portion starts to repeat where the goose head comes around the corner rises up and is now starting to run towards you now you have a goose running in place behind you and a goose running at you Hmm. <laughs> well, since she's already seen how it works before, I'm hoping Nyla can, again, dodge around it. Okay. <clears throat> uh, dexterity uh, with disadvantage. Saving throw or just regular dexterity? Saving throw, because you're trying not to get stepped on. 18. 18? Yeah. 14. 14? Yeah. So you, like, try to jump behind this goose, and at the... As you, like, go, and you think you understand the patterns of what it's of what it's doing, and it... This time, as it, as it moves forward, it, like, kind of, like, tries to fluff its wings out a little, but it doesn't work, but you get... You're surprised by it, and the wing kind of, like, clocks you, and uh, as it does, and you kind of, like, go, and you kind of, like, slam yourself against the wall as a, as a result, and you're gonna take... Uh, three points of damage for that one as you get clocked by the a goose wing <laughs> and uh, you are kind of like you find yourself a little uh, like there is very little space between this goose and and you and it kind of like spreads its wings out a lot and it's shoving you forward at this point like its wings are forcing you forward and to be in front of it <sighs> all right and so the, the goose that was running in place is gone. Great. 
so I can't get behind that one. Um, so this one is obviously corporeal. Mm-hmm. Um, Nyla, Nyla's gonna it's try and throw. It's interesting too, because like as the wing hits you, sometimes it passes through you, sometimes it doesn't. How many times does it beat? Does it hit me? How many times does it not? Like one <laughs> flap, it hits. One, two, three, it hits. One, two, three, it hits. Or is it just random? It's a little like um, actually, you know, roll me a. Uh, intelligence check to try and pin down the pattern. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. Uh, you're not really sure. It's very, it's very strange. Like, and it doesn't help that like the goose doesn't always hit you. Like sometimes you manage to like dodge back from it and everything like that. Because you're not sure whether or not that time when it hits you, whether or not it'll hurt. So you don't really want to get hit by it all that often. Um. But it's, it's like, its head just kind of, like, comes down and over you, so it's looming over you, and it just lets out this horrible goose honking sound. Okay. Nyla's gonna play something. She's gonna gonna play here. She's gonna go backwards, like, you know, which is forward in this case, in the direction that the wings are are pushing her towards. Okay. She's gonna go as far as she can Mm -hmm. until, I guess, the goose stops. The goose, as you start to move <clears throat> away from this goose, it chases you. And you are now continuously running with it running behind you. And it just keeps going and keeps going as you try to get more speed away from the goose. Like, it is just staying huh. behind you. And go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw, this time just straight. Before? Before. Okay. Um, you, uh, you're running and you're running down this, this hallway. And uh, roll me a d4, please. How many is dice? Two. Two? Okay. You are running and you're running and you're running. And give me a perception check at disadvantage. And Thimble, give me a um, perception check. Just a straight perception check. Seven. Eight. A seven and an eight, that's that's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thimble thinks so too. So as you're running, um, Nyla, through this through this darkness, you turn around and look at the goose, and you turn around and look forward and you and then like you look back at the goose and you look forward and in one of those times when you look forward, there's Thimble standing right in front of you, and the two of you just Collide. <laughs> You're both going to take 14 points of damage for that. Oof. Nyla was running full out away from this goose. Okay. And uh, you no longer see the goose. The goose is gone. Uh, but you do see like faint wisps of like this purple miasma. And uh, a couple of minutes later, you hear like scraping sounds and like claw sounds on the wall. And then just emerging from the ceiling and down on the wall is boots. And it's like, well, that was mildly entertaining. Did you also f- face off a goose that wasn't a, giant a goose? goose? Uh, no. That sounds like fun. It wasn't. What it happened? Wasn't. Did it? What did it do? Did you meet it? What did it say? Is it the it goose from the mural? It kicked Freddy, me. It kicked me. Freddy is going to get. Take this t- moment to chime in and be like, "Oh, you should have seen it. It was a funny sound." I'm like, "Not now!" It la- and Freddie laughs at you. He's like, <laughs> "Just because you weren't amused doesn't mean the rest of us can't For be." For fuck's sake, Freddie, <laughs> shut up! 
thinking no. Freddy! You probably be paying more attention to the blood all over the floor. And it's about that point when you look down and you notice that there's streaks of blood heading down one of these hallways. Thank you, Freddy. It's like, I live to entertain. Oh, no, wait, that's you. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then Nyla just puts her hand over his mouth. And you just hear a muffled. <laughs> Boots yeah, will climb down the wall. And, and uh, if you guys would like, you can give me an investigation check or a perception check on the blood on, on the ground. Twelve. Twelve. Fourteen. A perception check for Boots. Uh, Boots could say twelve. Um, you guys can see that the... Um, the blood seems to be going like in a direction like it seems so to be going to, to the left it's it is dried but um they're like where the streaks are going and everything like that it, okay. it there's more and then as you look a little further past it you can see like another one and they're going like in a direction gotcha and you hear from freddie and muffled i wonder where that leads <laughs> do we wonder no we do not <clears throat> but we're gonna find out and Boots uh, kind of like looks at you and she says ooh maybe there's a recent history and she's just gonna start walking towards the blood just like doo -doo -doo. and you see as she's doing that too she's kind of like swaying back and forth now fully doing Kronk style like narration music as she goes I'm clearly not paying <laughs> that much attention um, but she just walks fully off into the, into the darkness Nyla's gonna go right behind her. Let's go. And Thimble will bring up the rear. Okay. Um, Thimble's not Nyla... having any of it. Thimble Nyla... got kicked by a giant goose. She's really just kind of not. In... She's just. She's just going with it right now. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of valid. You did get kicked by a goose, so you know, like that really comes with emotional baggage. I yeah. guess. I'm not in the mood to argue at this point. <clears throat> You've come into what is a fairly open space. You notice that there's a blood going down. Um, there are several hallways, but there's blood going down one of them. There's a large kind of like open space to your left. It's not super, it's probably about 20 feet by 10 feet. There's this like mm -hmm. this uh, kind of a bit of an open space. And there's a large hallway down to your right. And then in front of you, there are two separate spaces. One looks like an extremely narrow hallway. Um, that you would really have to, all three of you would have to kind of squeeze to get down. But then in the hallway to the left of it, the, that's where the blood trail continues to go. Mm -hmm. Nyla's following the blood. Okay. Uh, Again, Boots zero is... patience. Gotta figure out what what the hell we're dealing with. Okay. Um, so you guys kind of like start to continue down uh, this, following this like strange like blood trail and everything like that. And you've come into a, a fairly, uh, an even more open space as, as you're going. And uh, go ahead and give me uh, perception checks, please. 15. 15. Uh, Boots gets a 21. 13. 13. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys kind of like come around and uh, Nyla, you're kind of like focusing on where this blood trail is and you notice that there's some of it like on the walls and stuff like that. Um, Thimble, you, you kind of see like there's a, another like side hallway. It's a little narrow, um, but it's off to your, uh, to your far left. And, uh, but Boots, however, keeps walking into the further parts of the chamber. And as she does so, she comes across what is a uh, very, um, not fresh, but uh, 
not nearly as old as the temple body on the ground. She's like, oh, I wonder what adventuring party he was a part of. I found somebody. Oh, dear. <laughs> I think he's Looks dead. A fresh. He's missing a head, he's so dead. he's definitely dead. Probably. Ooh, strong observation skills. <laughs> hey, is Schult? You don't know. Hmm. You ever encountered a zombie here? Because I have. Well, let's just hope this one isn't one. Uh, does he got anything good in his pockets? Um, anybody who would like to look may give me a perception check or an investigation check. Uh, 16. 16? 12. Okay. 12. <clears throat> uh, Boots gets a 22. Um, she starts kind of like digging around in like his pack and everything like that and kind of like shaking some stuff out. Um, and as you guys like start going through some of like the little bits and bobs that he has, uh, uh, Boots pulls up like his corpsey half decayed hand and in his hand as she pries his fingers open is a very large red key. Yay, a red key. And she kind of pulls it up. She's like, oh, I do believe we're halfway there. At least halfway to getting out. Or at least halfway to whatever it is the weird skeleton wanted us to do. Or at least... Stop! Halfway? Mm -hmm. Okay. Proceed. And, uh... (laughs) I'm gonna let you handle this. In this hallway space where this body is, you notice, like, the corridor kind of, like, goes up and curves a bit to the left, and you can see more Mm -hmm. blood going that way. But there's also, like, a smaller hallway directly to your left. Can we do a vibe check on the smaller one? Sure. Uh, give me a um, perception-y vibe check. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. What is wrong with you? You were giving me such great rules. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, as you're uh, looking down this hallway, what you see in down this, this short little hallway is a closed chest. Nyla just, That passes you know, the vibe check. Let's go in there. Nyla just, uh, you know, rubs her hands together and starts getting to work because she's really good at this stuff. Mm-hmm. She also okay. loves it. Um, I have thieves tools too. Yeah. Fair enough. She loves she loves just thieving. Okay. Um, go ahead and uh, would you like who's going to try to like open it? I'll let Nyla. Okay. Nyla, you can you go ahead and like you you kind of like it's made out of very old wood and everything like that, and it it comes open fairly easily enough, and it's completely empty with the exception of one single thin piece of wood sitting in the very center at the bottom of the chest um, that kind of like tapers to a point. And it's just sitting in the bottom of the chest. I'm gonna roll a stealth check and see if she can grab it without anything happening. <laughs> okay, roll me a um, roll me a dexterity check actually. To okay. like reach in there and get it as quickly as possible. 14. 14, you reach your hand in, you close it around the stick, and you pull it out really quickly. (laughs) Nothing happens. Cool. And now she's going to investigate whatever the hell this piece of stick is. Okay. Wood. Uh, You kind of look at this this wood, and you notice, like, it's it's got actually some really nice, like, ornate, like, carvings in it. It almost looks like vines kind of, like, wrap around it. And uh, you notice that the larger part of the, uh, where the vines kind of come in, is what looks like instead of leaves on this vine, it almost looks like little goose feet. Like, it along this little vine on this piece of wood. 
and you have found a wand of polymorph. And it has five charges, and whoever you use it against has to pass a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. And yeah, I'll leave the rest of what it does until you use it. Wand of polymorph, and what does it do? That's what she's Uh, saying. Polymorph, uh, polymorph is it transforms something into something else, kind of like transfigurations. Um, like, but you like point the wand at something, you use the wand, and you can transform the wand into another living thing. It has to be a living thing, and uh, it'll transform one living thing into another. So, like, you could use it in combat against an enemy, like, say you're trying to like polymorph a, uh, um, polymorph one of the raptors and you want to polymorph him into a bunny you know so you alright, <laughs> literally transfiguration okay so you have one of those and uh, yeah, so you found yourself with a little, five a charges one. five charges? five charges I'm guessing the charges reset after a long rest yeah or no, okay cool. alright um, what would you like to do next? Um, I guess we go investigate the other part of the tunnel. The part we'll forward? Go back. Yeah. Or oh. backwards. So we go back out of this little section and then go, left. go across from the <clears throat> dead okay. guy. Um, so you guys go across from, from the weird the dead guy and as you kind of like come into this chamber space, you can right, more see blood. more blood, a lot more blood, and uh, what looks like just very particular and very precisely stacked in a very large concentric circle that gets in almost like a pyramid shape higher and higher and higher is a pile of bones and each layer has different large skulls and different bones and they're all in like a very like specific patterns and it it must be about five feet high and it's just piled bones Alright, well, that thing looks hmm, like I don't want to get added to it. So, um, I guess, can we do, I don't know, some perception checks or maybe, in, you know, yeah, you investigate can give me from a distance or something? Sure, you can give me a perception or an investigation check. Okay. Oh, okay. Twelve. Well, okay. 11. Eleven. This landed, and I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> this It's kind of a weird four. <laughs> and then I have, you know, the plus eight on investigation, and I'm, but I'm going, what is this number? It landed on its side, that's why. Anyway. So you guys are kind of like looking at this, at this weird thing, and Boots kind of like comes up beside you, and uh, she's like, ah, I do believe the work of the, um, <clears throat> Red wizards. That's something you want to uh, come across. They're not the most friendly of sort. What's a red wizard? A cult. Great. A, uh, uh, do they have any special proclivities? Killing a lot of things <clears throat> for the service of their own god and their own good. Okay, so and red it... equals blood here. Gotcha, gotcha. So not somebody we want to come across ever 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 mm-hmm. ever but they uh they really like chult for many reasons 
The jungles provide the death that they're looking for. And Boots is gonna kinda like walk back the way she came, because like it kinda gives her the, the creeps a little bit. Yep. Eh. No one's really enjoying the, the bones no, here. But Nyla's gonna keep going forward. And um uh Thimble is gonna definitely hug a wall to get past <laughs> it, like <laughs> keeping you know. You guys mm-hmm. kind of like slip around it and you very quickly realize you've come to a dead end. Oh, okay. Great. Back so we go. we're gonna s- <laughs> sneak around again, again past the weird, creepy uh, the cult thingy. Uh, so you guys eventually like start making your way back down and uh, do you want to make your way to like the more open space with the hallway options? Yes, please. Okay. Um, you can see like one of the sides just leads to a slightly open, but not all that significant uh, area. And then, so you have a couple of options. You can go right and uh, see what's that way, or you can investigate or maybe go down this very thin um, hallway that, you know, leads in kind of like the direction you guys were going, but more towards the right. Um, this one that's just below the dead guy. Can we go? Can we check in there too? Maybe there's something of value. Sure. Uh, I'm assuming you mean right here. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, you go ahead and give me a perception check as you go down there. Uh, who else? Is, who else is going down there? Fourteen. Uh, Nyla. Do you want to go down there? I mean, like Boots will go too. Like if you guys. Oh yeah, Nyla's yeah. going. No, we're okay. yeah, we're all going. Okay, so you guys all start like going down this hallway and everything like that. Um, and you get partially down this hallway, and uh, you hear like these little squeaking noises, and like little and then a flapping noise, and no, you're no more flapping. You're all getting rushed by just like a swarm of bats as they just like rip right past you. Run! Um, and uh, make me, make me, dexterity saving throws, everybody. Fourteen. Thirteen. And. Uh, Boots gets a 21, and uh, as you guys, like, all, like, start running back down this hallway, and uh, what was Nihilus? 21? 14. 14? Okay, so you are going to take two points of damage because one of the, a couple of the bats kind of, like, scrape at you as they uh, fly right past you. And uh, you just see, like, this cloud of bats just swarm past you, and you you all just, like, immediately just turn around and about face and back down the hall and just take off running. Yeah, and then we'll just do the swarm. we'll just do the cat skitter turn and just head down the other way because that's yep. oh okay. I do kind of want to see what's in the skinny one the skinny hallway oh sure. the skinny hallway okay so you guys start decide to I'm to determined to get something cool <laughs> you kind of start to investigate like this really thin hallway and it's it's easiest for Thimble to get into it mm-hmm. but you all start making your way down in your standard little marching order and everything like that. And as you start coming around this corner, it starts to widen out a little bit, um, and it's a little easier to get through it as, as you're going. And you've come uh, to a stone, like a wall, and I want all of my peoples to give um, give me a perception check. Twelve. Twelve. Twenty-three. Ten. Twenty-three. Nyla, as you get close to this, what looks like a dead end, and you kind of like put your torch a little closer to it, you can see that there's a, what actually you thought was a wall, is actually a doorway. 
and it is very faintly ajar. Let's go through it. Okay. Might as well. Alright, so you guys kind of like start to uh, slip through this uh, stone doorway, and it, it it's already ajar, and it's fairly easy to move open. Um, and you're all gonna go into this this room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you all move like into this room, and it's a... Uh, well, you guys step into... You step into a, a fairly large uh, circular stone room, and uh, as soon as you step into this door, the door behind you slams shut and vanishes. Of course it does. And uh, yeah. in this... Windows and no doors. <laughs> piss off, Jessica. <laughs> in, the cent- in the center of the room is a large fountain that has water slowly flowing through it. Uh, around the room is a series of large stone plaques, each with a different pictograph. Um, go ahead, and as you're kind of like looking around this room, give me a perception check now. Boots gets a 18, 17. 19. Okay, oh, we got 17, 18, and 19. Um, <laughs> Yay. As you're, as you're looking around like the room, there's nothing, there are no doors, there's no exits, there's no nothing, there's just these uh, different... There's five, like, pictograph, very large, probably about two feet by two feet, um, carved into this wall. They almost seem offset from it. Like, mm. you know how, like, if you hang, like, a painting onto it? Yeah. It's set off of the wall a little, but it is flush with the wall itself. And each pictograph has a different um, depiction on it. But there are no doors in this room. Uh, but the fountain in the center has water like that's pouring through it. The ground, um, as you all of you notice, is very slightly damp in certain places. Um, and uh, you can look at the... Uh, you have a choice. I'll let you look at the fountain. Or if you want to look at the pictographs. Like you guys can Nyla's going to go for the fountain. Okay. Uh, Thimble's going to look at the pictograph. Okay, Boots will look at some of the other pictographs. Um, go ahead and give me either an investigation or a perception check. All of you. 21. 21? Uh, yeah. Weirdly, 21. <laughs> uh, Boots gets a 27. Um, so Nyla, as you look at this fountain, you can see there seems to be some kind of writing engraved um, at the, towards the top of the fountain by where the water is coming from and it's engraved just in faint words it looks like um, like an old version of common but there is words engraved on it and we'll get back to that in a moment um, now as you guys uh, are all looking as Thimble and Boots are looking at these pictographs I will tell you what is on them okay, okay. on one of them is a goose perched on water. On a next one is a goose that looks like fighting a dragon. On another one, there is a large T-Rex skull. On a fourth one, there is a pile of goose feathers. And on the last one, there is an intricately carved goose egg. And Nyla, you notice that the riddle, or like the, the words that are on the um, fountain is a, a little bit of a riddle, and it just says, down it goes. Down it goes. Hmm. 
And it's about that time, as you finish reading that, the water from the fountain starts to pour, like, faster and faster until it's pouring up out of the sides of this fountain and it's pouring onto the floor and into this room and uh, you realize that the water in this room is starting to just it's starting to fill up the space in this room all right and uh, you guys just like stomping in a little bit of water as it starts to like gain a couple of inches down it goes. Nyla is going to do a thorough search of the entire fountain outside, mm-hmm. like around it, but you know, on top of it, everywhere. See if there's like anywhere that like I don't know. It says down it goes. Maybe you gotta press the button. Who knows to have the fountain go down? Okay, uh, give me an investigation check or a perception check. Um, what would Thimble like to be doing? Uh, well, Thimble is shorter than everybody else, so a few inches of water for her is a little bit more than for everybody else. Okay. Um, so she's looking for a little bit of high ground. I think she's gonna try and probably stand on a little bit of the fountain so that it's not right at her (laughs) knees already. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, Boots uh, for Thimble will offer to let uh, her hang out, like, on Boots' shoulders. Because Boots is 6'5", so... Uh, if you want to, like, hang out a little high in the higher ground, because sure. this water starts to rapidly kind of rise. Yeah. Uh, 16. Nyla, you don't see anything on this fountain that looks like it could move in any way. Um, would, uh, Boots will make an investigation check. Would Thimble like to do anything specific? Uh, I think let's just see if she, see if there's anything she sees <clears throat> from her new vantage point. Okay. Um, Go ahead and make me a perception check or an investigation check. 16. 16. You kind of, like, ask Boots to, like, walk over to, like, around the room, and as you guys pass one of these murals, like, Boots accidentally kind of, like, leans against one, and you notice that the murals, uh, shift. And Thimble, you hear, like, the faint sound of wood, or, uh, not wood, stone on stone moving a little bit, and, uh, you look and you notice that these, uh, this mural like moves and you like test it moves both. in like a yeah like a, like a giant like you could push it do it again do it again boots okay uh which mural do you want her to push on uh which one did she push on that time uh roll me a d6 one one um it is the mural of the goose perched on water and uh, like Boots pushes it and it pushes into the wall so it's flush with the wall and you hear like the rumbling of stone and then it just it pops back hmm let's um can I have her do the uh intricate goose egg yeah uh Boots will go over and she will push that one in and it does the same thing it pops back out okay and the water is starting to go and like at this point it's like coming up your uh your guys' shins and it's getting a little high. It's probably about halfway to your knees. Or at least it's halfway to Boots' knees. Was there a T-Rex skull in the... In the picture? In the yeah. pyramid that we... Pyramid of bones that we saw? No. There was, okay. It was just bones. Just regular. Just bones. Like humanoid bones. Alright. Uh, Nyla... <laughs> <laughs> Nyla is gonna try to push against the pictograph of the goose fighting a dragon. Same thing, you push it in, it comes back yep. out. Alright. 
T-Rex skull. I mean, she's gonna push all of them, see whichever one does. T-Rex skull doesn't do it either. Feathers. So you push on the feathered one, and it goes, and it, you hear a clicking sound, and it stays in the wall. You hear the fountain rattle a little. Water starts to pour out faster, but the words change. Okay. And, what do the words say now? Uh, the words now say, Wars are waged in feathers and fang. Wars are waged in feathers. Bang. Well, that one hit the we, dragon. Hit the dragon, yeah. You hit the dragon one. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, like Boots and Thimble will walk over and we push the uh, mural of the goose petting the dragon. It goes on the wall and you hear a click. And the water starts to pour faster and is now up above uh, Boots' knees. And for uh, Nyla, it's probably getting closer to my uh, waist. Yeah, it's closer to her waist. And All the, right. the, the words thing, change again? Yep. And uh, the words, this time, they kind of like, you see the fountain, like, it's, it's hard to almost see the words as the water's, like, rushing uh, mm-hmm. over and over it. Um, and this one says, a boat given life with no sails to be found. Goose on the water. Goose on the water. You guys of course, now, we're, now the water's just going faster, though. Yep. But is there, can... Um, Thimble, like, look and see if there's anything special about the ceiling. Like, maybe are we supposed to be going to the ceiling? Like, it is, is there a... You can give me a perception check or an investigation check to look at the ceiling. Uh, so can Nyla if you want. Boots will do 23. 23? 17. 17. Um, the roof, it just looks like it's made out of flat stone. There's nothing on it. So, boat given life with no sails. Hit the perched water. The ghost perched on water. You push that one in and you hear it click and the water starts to pour faster. Quick, what's the new words? And uh, as you're looking at the uh, the next one, and this one says, as the water is really just like, Nyla, you're having to start swimming. Yeah. You're starting to swim. And uh, it's easily um, like coming up to uh, Boots' shoulders now. And uh, like, Thimble, your feet are starting to get wet and everything like that. And the water is getting just faster and faster. And this one says, the future starts here. Goose egg. Skull. Goose egg is future. It's true. Which one are you going to push? Goose egg. 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 Uh, You guys are all swimming at this point. You're getting like higher and higher up. Like even boots can't touch the ground. And uh, the water is really just starting to rise. And uh, you guys kind of like have to duck down beneath the surface to really get at this uh, mural and you try like pushing it and pushing it as hard as you can and it's hard now that there's no like ground yeah. purpose on but the three of you together like you push this um, golden like goose egg mural and you push it in and you hear like this faint click and as you hear this uh, clicking sound the there's like this huge rumble and it like, shakes the whole chamber and then just in one solid motion your swish is like the walls part open and you're just thrown in this whirlpool of water out of this chamber <laughs> it's, a, it's a giant goose toilet yeah it's a gi- <laughs> giant goose toilet Flush. <laughs> Flush. Uh, as you guys get like you, you just get washed out into this open chamber on the other side um, from where you came in and uh, you're all just kind of like on the ground, panting, soaking wet. And there on the ground, 
between you all is a ornate looking blue key. So we got a, hang on, where'd I put the key? We have a red key, mm -hmm. blue key. and we have a blue key. And a white key. You got the and white, white key, key. skeleton, yeah. Right. And for the sake of time, we will call our evening in our session there. Okay. Alrighty. We will call our session there. And uh, yeah, what did you guys think of your temple run? Good. Excellent so far, except for the little, like, how do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Interlude in the middle there, but well, great. That's all right. That's all right, though. Like, it's a, it's a learning curve for everyone involved. So, but yeah. I like it. Cool. Something As you a little... can see, my fear doesn't talk a lot. Mm -hmm. It's okay. The stuff Boots says is just weird. I know. I love it. <laughs> I can just feel the exasperation that comes off. Like, what the fuck is this cat? Like, what <laughs> is this cat? Nyla going, can you fucking shut up? Just can shut you up? please, for the love of... Mm -mm. So yeah, you guys like having different like puzzles and things to do besides yes. straight combat? Yes, yeah. now all I can think of is I want to go to another escape room. <laughs> there you go. You guys got really far, which is good. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so it'll make uh, the next session that we do for Jurassic Very Supply. interesting. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting indeed. Just it's definitely a different setting than what you guys usually deal with, but it's it's very interesting. So thank you guys so so much for joining us for um the first half of our two shot for Jungle June. And uh yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a very uh wild and strange and weird and um raptor and you know, <laughs> weird puzzle encounter based. So giant goose chase giant uh, hallucination goose chase so so you guys have uh making your way through this this temple with all these weird goose themed <laughs> puzzles and stuff like that so yeah it's been uh very different goose. from the things you guys have been used to so far so that is very seriously true i honestly as i was making this i was just thinking to myself i have no clue how long this is going to take so uh, it was just kind of like a, a matter of like, what happens, happens. So it took us about three and a half hours. See all of you next time for the uh, second half of the game as we play uh, these uh, Jurassic July. So that'll be very, very interesting. Yay. Yay. We, we'll finish Much up. The we'll finish up the temple and uh, find out what's going to happen next. And yeah. So it's, it's kind of fun to play different characters here and there and uh, try out new things. And especially since high level characters that have access to like so many things. So, right? yeah. So, yeah. Um, any sure. comments, questions or concerns before we wrap up? Uh, no, nothing for me. Uh, I'm just going to go back and review things. Hopefully a little bit more. <laughs> no, Freddie is trying to speak, but Nyla is holding him quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thank you guys so, so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns.
everybody. Time for some disclaimers. All of the music from the episode can be found from either tabletopaudio.com or was made in-house by me and can be found on a serendipitous setting on YouTube or on our website, which is sorrynotsorryge.wixsite.com forward slash tsnsgp. You can also find the link on our website uh, for our website on our link tree on Instagram because I do know that was a mouthful. The Sorry Not Sorry Generation has no affiliation with Wizards of the Coast, Critical Role. Uh, we just use their mechanics in their world, like all D&D campaigns do, to have fun. We also have no affiliation with TabletopAudio.com. We just use their music to spice up our campaign and make it a little more interesting to listen to. And if you haven't checked out their site already, you definitely should, because it's definitely a great way to make your campaign and your sessions a little more engaging. If you have any questions about our campaign or any of our homebrew elements, please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or through our website. Thanks, guys.